0: Previously, on Live at 605. All I know is from the Valerie Gomez's I've met in my life, they've all been a little nutty. What's John Mallon.
1: And
2: Val Gomez.
0: Warning. The following podcast contains spoilers of our favorite and not-so-favorite movies and TV shows of 2017. Viewer discretion is advised. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto, this is New Year's Eve 2017, but if you're listening to this, it is definitely 2018 or maybe 2020, depending on what year you're listening to this in. (laughs) But this is Season 15, Episode 10, a.k.a. Best of 2017. Which
2: is actually one of your favorite episodes you look forward to all year.
0: Probably my favorite episode of the year. I mean, it depends. There's always episodes we do that are awesome and funny. Mm -hmm. But this is one I look forward to because I love... um, One of the reasons why I started the podcast was I always wanted to... Uh, tell people about cool music I listen to Which is why we do the band of the week Right. But this is a cool way to tell people about our favorite concerts Movies, music, mm-hmm. TV shows So do you want yeah. well, to Let's get out the contact information Get all the boring shit out of the way and then we what sh-
2: boring shit, first of all uh, If you guys want to check out Obviously stay in contact with us To see some of the other stuff we've been up to all Outside of All the cool shit we do. Outside of this best of episode, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Did you post anything on Instagram this week?
2: Mm, I was going to. I saw them posted post-Christmas.
0: Yeah, okay. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Camp. I put some good Insta stories this week, didn't I? What what Insta story did I do? I don't know what you did, actually. Hmm. Hmm. I, I posted something that... I said th- I should have given it. This to is you. the problem
2: with being on holiday season. It's when we lose track of days. Like I yeah. have zero idea what physical day it is of the week. Yeah. And it's also like the days are starting to blur.
0: Well, we only got one more day left after today, so might as well enjoy it before we go back to work. But I was gonna say the two <coughs> weeks have gone by quick.
2: They have gone by quick, but I feel like it's been a good break. Although oh yeah, it's I been could, great. I was saying to Ferris, I could probably sleep until four p.m. every day. Like, I I feel that relaxed. And I think the pinnacle of seeing, like, how we feel on vacation is earlier today, I was telling my brother that I watched The Lion King yesterday in its entirety almost. And he's like, holy shit, you are relaxed.
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) And that's what I was
0: going to say. We listened to all of the Christmas records we got, Mm -hmm. like, all the Christmas uh, vinyl Mm -hmm. we gave each other. We watched all your Christmas movies. We did everything I feel like we wanted to do. Totally. So, last thing is if you go to facebook.com slash live605, mm-hmm. I will post uh, our WordPress website so you can read our full list totally. of best music, shows, concerts, and all that good stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's it. So, I just want to dive right into the, the, this year. Kay. What What do you want? So, we did, uh, to break it down for everyone, we did our top ten list. For our favorite concerts, movies, TV shows, songs, and albums of the year. Yeah. We definitely have our number one for each category. Mm-hmm. I, I ranked everything from 10 to 1.
2: I didn't as much. I kind of just did my tops. Yeah.
0: Which is fair. Top one, but if not top yeah. two or three. So why don't we get into it? What's the first category? How do you want to do this?
2: Well, what I want to set up is to say we're not just going to give you the top. No. We're so gonna- like many people, Hollywood Reporter, Pitchfork. Etc. variety, everyone puts out their top lists and why they want the songs. Some of us will, some of our choices will cross over into some of those choices. But what we're not going to, what they're not giving you is the reasons behind why we personally like Mm -hmm. them, but then also, like, some of those, like, I would say, like, anecdotal stories to kind of enhance as to why we like them.
0: Exactly. Cool? So...
2: But what's cool, in addition to anecdotal stories, what we decided to do this year, as opposed to just giving you a list and then checking out John's WordPress to actually see the tangible list and follow along and see, like, trailers and things, we're going to give you guys each, like, a clip or a sting from the actual show so you can kind of get an essence of what it's about.
0: You're making me work for this year. Whatever,
2: list. I love the best of lists that are of high production value. Yeah, I know,
0: but I'm just saying. Today's New Year's Eve. Tomorrow's New Year's Day. We're going out tonight. How am I gonna do this? Oh, okay. So you I have got an a Coke 45 fun. in the
2: fridge. <laughs> Puttying like it's Snoop Dogg.
0: All right. So what's up first? Let's
2: do best of TV.
0: So do I drop a sting? Yep. Yeah. I gotta watch that again. Cause that's my favorite TV show of 2017. So who do you want to go first?
2: I think you should go first because you actually ranked your shows in, in yeah. top 10, yeah. whereas I only pick like my top one, if not top three. Right. So I'll bounce off of you if I agree or disagree, and then I can go in. Right. Cool.
0: Hey, what are you doing? I just started it. Okay. Okay, so initially, this is number 10 for me, is a late edition. Initially, it was going to be Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. And I think we it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine in season four or five, still a hilarious show. We talked about how it's harder for network TV s- sitcoms to be funny as like say shows on FX or HBO where it's like you can get away with swearing totally. violence all this so Brooklyn Nine-Nine still very funny still is it, very funny is it season one two three funny no nah, well, but it's, it's also
2: Gina wasn't in this season yeah right? exactly
0: so but you reminded me you're like there's one show that you're gonna forget about that I have on the list which mm-hmm. I did forget about so ding, ding, ding. my number 10 which is also on your list 100%. right is
2: Tonight Show with John Oliver.
0: That is incorrect. It is Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) The Tonight Show is with Jimmy Fallon.
2: Okay, so for those of you guys who don't know John Oliver, he used to be on Community.
0: Yeah, he was initially on uh, The Daily Show.
2: And then...
0: He got his own show.
2: And now it literally comes out once a week, but it is like possibly one of... Obviously, because yeah. we live in Trump's America. It's been like the funniest year of clips from that show.
0: And he has an advantage. Doing it once a week, you have that much more time to write, research, yeah. make it funny. So I just think we almost, I'd rather watch him than CNN. The yeah. two shows I like to watch for political information yeah. is Last Week Tonight and Diza and De- Samaro on, on you're gonna Viceland. Be like, and
2: Fox News. No. <laughs> Diza Samero
0: could have made this list. It's two guys from the Bronx on Viceland, and they week they nightly do a talk show where they talk about different uh, events
2: but it definitely check out the last week tonight with John Oliver yeah. because it gives you the best like most real news and he'll keep telling you that this is not normal
0: exactly so do you have a, yeah. a clip that you want to play for everyone to give them a little taste of what yes. this is like Got to hand it to Trump. Anybody can say horribly racist things about Hispanic people on a golden escalator, but it
1: takes real balls to do it while their fellow citizens are dying. Trump is basically saying, when hurricanes hit our people, they're not hitting our best. They're killing poors They're killing lazies and some, I assume, have said nice things about me.
3: And, and the thing that
0: is, is, this is that, that's all we need, people. <laughs> so that's just—I'm sure most people know yeah. John Oliver, which is great. But so okay, so number nine for me—it's a new show that mm-hmm. you just started watching, and mm-hmm. I've been telling you to watch it for a while. It's Better Things on FX. Yeah, F-backs.
2: so that actually didn't make my list yet. No,
0: because you you're not even on season two. Yeah. Better Things—it's—it's uh, it's a show about a single mom who's a working mm. actress, and and she has three younger three daughters, and yeah. it's just so fun. Like, uh, you are talking to our friend Rocky who watches it. Yeah. And she said it's a more. <laughs> yeah. what'd, what'd you say about so, Gilmore Girls?
2: So I was just like. Me, Rocky, and Kate went out, and she's like, yeah, we're like, what do you, we always have this part where we talk pulp culture, and it's like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, man, I'm watching the show called Better Things, and it's basically the most realistic version of a mother-daughter Daughter, yeah. relationship. I'm like, what? More real than Lorelai and Rory <laughs> from Gilmore Girls? Yes. And she just started laughing. And then we did watch it, and I'm like, oh, it totally feels, like, way more authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually like the lead person.
0: Pamela Adlin. Yeah,
2: Queen. I think she's hilarious. You
0: know her from California Cation. She played Bobby on King mm-hmm. of the Hill. And what's great about her is she, well, she co-wrote every episode with Louis C.K. Nothing Ooh, we can do about that. Too soon. And, but she directed every episode for yeah. season two. And you like season one, right? Yeah. Season two is even better than season so one. So did
2: that show come out last year then?
0: No, it, season two came out three months ago. Oh, It okay, just amazing. ended. Okay. So do you want me to play you? Yeah. Everyone a, a, here's a quick, quick, quick clip of uh, better things to give you an idea of what it's like. Let's go. Look, I'm
1: sorry, but it's just, I feel like you keep testing me, like you demand a certain level of thing from me.
3: All I ask for is basic consideration,
1: like just common courtesy would be nice. No, I don't think that's accurate at all. I feel like you demand a whole lot
2: much frankly considering what you bring to
3: the
0: table so you get a quick idea she's very sarcastic yeah
2: but she's also like a very like loving mom and she plays like like an actress in the industry that's like beloved by everyone but she's not like an a-list yeah kind of of thing
0: exactly Mm
2: -hmm.
0: all right so number eight on my list yeah which i think might also be on yours is it hundred percent and you tell me if it's towards the top or bottom yeah but it is a Netflix show. I think there might be a few Netflixes for us. And mm-hmm. it is 13 Reasons Why. It
2: is. So 13 Reasons Why was either going to be my number one or number two.
0: Yep. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Wow. And
2: so the reason being was I actually introduced you to 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, you did. And so a bunch of friends were watching it at work. And they're like, oh, we binge watched this series on Netflix called 13 Reasons Why. And it's kind of like Riverdale mm-hmm. and like takes place in high school. But they never kind of spoke about it to give away the real plot line of it. And so for those of you guys who haven't watched it, it is in high school. It is a little bit melodramatic.
0: But, but it's nothing like, well, see, this is going to date us. But it's yeah. nothing like the OC. No, it's Dawson's not Creek, like Dawson's crew. Dawson's Creed. Now you're really dating us. So how old up. are you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what, what's that show with um Gossip Girl? Like I'm I never watched I'm that. I'm thinking either. early 2000s. You're thinking mid 90s. So Oof. you're definitely older anyway,
2: than me. By a <laughs> year and a half. So <laughs> anyway so, but 13 Reasons Why follows this chick named Hannah, yeah. and how she's basically struggling going, uh, growing up and going to this new school with all these different people, and a lot of stuff ha- happens behind the scenes, so she makes these 13 t- cassette tapes.
0: She kills herself and leaves uh, 13 cassette r- tapes to 13 different people and says, you're the reason why yeah. I'm dead, and so 13 people yeah. are the cause for the, her death, but there's one main kid who you follow, and it's his journey, and he's supposed to be the good guy, but you never you know. You never know, so... And so
2: I think what I liked about this series is we watched the first episode at Benjamin's place <laughs> when we were base. babysitting him, and I thought I think you were kind of like, what the fuck is this?
0: Well, I just thought, like, oh, it's a high school show. It's yeah. like, is this for high school viewers yeah but then the first episode you watch it like no this is like this is a grown-up show like i wouldn't want to watch my kids watch it obviously
2: i I think the weird thing is for this show though um wait first let's play a clip and then i'll say what the weird thing is
0: okay so play this clip
1: everyone is just so nice until they drive you to kill yourself and sooner or later the truth will come out
0: Mm -hmm. That was very depressing. That was
2: so depressing. (laughs) But that's Um, a good idea of what it is, right? Yeah, that's an exact idea of what it is. But I think it was like, we obviously don't have kids, but I know, like, there was a lot of controversy after that show came out that, like, people were going to, like, follow in Hannah's footsteps because it was, like, glorified killings almost.
0: Well, yeah, I had people at work, they said their kids who were in elementary school got letters to their parents about this show.
2: Benjamin's school sent letters. Yeah, and he's
0: not even grade one yet. I
2: know. So, but either way, I did like the show. Oh, yeah. One. Because I, th- I actually liked all the characters, oh, even characters the bad are ones. awesome. I thought the acting was great. Acting was great. Um, which I think they shot it in Vancouver. Really? But then
0: I will say the I'm a little nervous. There's there's a season two.
2: Do we know when it's coming out?
0: No, mm-hmm. but I will say I was very skeptical of Stranger Things season two because i was like this is a perfect mm-hmm. first season. Like it ended. I'm like I, it could end right now. Yeah. Season one of 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 uh, 13 Reasons Why. I'm like. I don't know if it needs a second season I'm a little skeptical yeah. but I think it'll still be really good
2: well it could be with the aftermath of it right
0: but isn't that what the whole first season is not really okay Yeah. <laughs> so why don't I go down to number seven on my list I have the number up here. seven it's a little show I like to call Bates Motel
2: oh which I forgot about and yeah. did not include on my list really yeah so
0: it was the season only did five seasons this <laughs> was the final season it was very good but I will say and since we already did the spoiler at the top, I'm mm-hmm. gonna give spoiler. It's been done for a while. This season was only kind of shitty because the mom was dead, mm-hmm. so she didn't interact with Norman as much because mm-hmm. she was obviously dead. Right. But he still saw her, mm-hmm. so they interacted, but it's not not the same. So I still liked it. Like I think a few years ago, it was maybe even my number one show. Mm-hmm. But it was great, um, great prequel. I was really happy with. I was pretty satisfied with the ending. Like I always yeah. judge shows by the first and last episode, and this season. I told people, like, oh, watch it. It's You'll definitely be satisfied. Okay. And again, I love the character, like, Freddie Highmore. I'm so upset. Apparently,
2: he's on, like, that doctor show now. And
0: now he's getting nominated for stuff, but I'm like, I never watched a good doctor, but I'm like... It's, and
2: he was basically, like... It's, it's the same thing. It's the same character, minus the killings. I just wish
0: this show got more recognized yeah. um, by, like, awards and stuff like that. Right. But uh, I'm sure most of you know what uh, Bates Motel's about, but here's a quick clip. It was as dark as it was. It was also darkly funny like it's very dark humor so here's a quick little clip
2: why are you glaring at me like that this isn't okay okay you don't get to treat me like this what the hell have i done to you
0: you want to know mother i was completely willing to take full responsibility for miss watson i tried to i wanted to you wouldn't let me
3: what does this have to do with
0: anything? Because I stayed
4: in
2: this world for you, mother!
4: So,
0: Ooh, take a shot anytime you say mother. Right? But yeah, that's number seven on my list. Didn't make your top ten. Didn't
2: make mine. Can I give what, I guess, because I know it's not on your list, I'll give one of mine. Sure. So, let
0: just... Alright, so what's one on your list? So, one on know?
2: my list, which I know wouldn't be on your list, I actually really liked, was the Netflix show The Keepers.
0: Ooh, and yeah. And so,
2: this one was like, like... Creepy in a different way. So it kind of comes on the heels.
0: Whoa, Ow. what are you doing over there? My foot was stuck. You just, like, fell off the chair. <laughs> and my foot there got you know. stuck.
2: Um, it kind of comes off the heels of Making a Murderer, and it's, like, one of those, like, suspense crime, like, real, real-time <laughs> following series. Yeah. And so basically, I don't know when we started watching it, but there were, like, some episodes which were way creepier than others. For sure. And it basically follows the story of this nun who was a teacher in like the 60s mm. who got like murdered yeah. for whatever reason and then her body and like like why she got murdered wasn't discovered for like 40 years and it's
0: also like there was a like did the town cover it up were cops yeah. involved or priests involved like why did she die who killed her was it multiple people it's really intriguing it's a and really disturbing intri- as well so here's
2: just a quick clip from this series compassion and kindness i have never had a teacher like that before She was murdered our senior year, and it's always haunted many people in the community. Our mission, we were driven to find out who hurt Sister Kathy. People pop up from 45, 50 years ago who say,
3: I have a story I'd like to tell you. I believe Kathy Sesnick was killed because she was going to talk about what went on at Kiel.
2: There's an on the record public story of what happened to Sister Kathy
0: the world beneath. I'm, so, trying to, I'm trying to remember the ending. Were we satisfied with it?
2: I think it was just dark and like, disappointing because we wanted to see the priest, right? Yeah, and you never... he already died.
0: Exactly. So
2: I think what's crazy about 27, the year of 2017 is that it, a lot of the shows that we watch kind of had to do with crime or like murder
3: <laughs> yeah, or so.
2: Um, and I think it it is off the heels of... Like making a murderer was twenty sixteen Christmas, right?
0: Yeah, twenty fifteen actually. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So yeah, so check out the keepers. Very depressing. But do you remember that scene in the attic?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh.
3: There, that's <laughs> enough for you guys to watch it right there. <laughs> okay.
0: okay so number so six. Number six on my list is a show we just finished watching and. I'm a little surprised it's not ranked higher, but when you see what shows I have above it, yeah. it makes sense. It's Mr. Robot. Whoa. Mr. Robot had a big bounce back year. From
2: it did. Season
0: one, unbelievable. Season two started slow, but then the last half, unbelievable. Yeah. Season three, I'd say it's, I'd give it like a solid nine out of 10 for yeah. the whole season. I liked it a lot. I thought they had a great bounce back season because Elliot got to interact with people again. Yeah. He was hacking shit. It's just, it was really dope.
2: So I read a lot of articles um, and John got me into this, and I think it, it's very much like after we watch an episode, I read a bunch. I read a bunch of articles, and it usually is like Vulture, Variety, mm-hmm. Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. And so when I finally we finished season three of Mr. Robot, I went back and read like season <laughs> reviews. Yeah. And Sam S. I think yeah. that's how you pronounce. Yeah. He's the name. a creator. He's a creator director, director writer.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, he's just said that he got so much like hate mail about season two really that he wanted to return to like the roots of the show and make exactly to your point more human connection with elliot more scenes with elliot not make it as meta kind of thing right so season two was all about the twist
3: yeah right season three
2: puts you back in the real world with tangible things
0: and i was going to say just the soundtrack alone for season three they had some awesome music that i'd never heard of like one that. of my
2: favorite songs you can't find anywhere, iTunes.
0: I know, it was Band of the Week like three, four episodes ago. Huh. Is that song In Time by Robbie Ray or some I know. shit. But also the fact that they played a, a Daft Punk an eight-minute Daft Punk song. Which was, you
2: re-found and then yeah. couldn't stop listening to.
0: So go back, watch it, watch all three seasons. Here's just a 10-second uh, trailer for one of the uh, episodes this season. Let's see.
3: attack
0: oh there's a big cyber attack (laughs) that's all we can give away right now i think
2: and the weird thing is and like not in relation we obviously have some other shows on here that kind of do a twist episode or like Mm -hmm. a one-off episode what i liked about mr robot was it did do a one-off kind of follow one character episode he followed elliot yeah and it was like a standalone episode no other characters were really in it it kind of took you out of the experience a little bit but it was honestly one of my favorite episodes, whereas other series, we're not going to get into it yet, Stranger Things, right. did do a one-off episode, and it was a little bit awkward.
0: Yeah, well, even the one-off episode, you, did you mean the one-off episode with Tyrell? You said no. Elliot.
2: Yeah, oh, sorry, two one-off episodes then. Yeah. Tyrell's oh, episode, yeah, that's right. yeah. and then Elliot's episode when he's like thinking about committing suicide.
0: Exactly, yeah, they, had, yeah, they just do things um, right over there but okay so we get into number five yeah all right number five on my list it's one of my favorite shows going right now again this one was tough it could have been top three easily but number five for me is fx's the americans so i
2: never really watched that show yet so this one's all you
0: and i'm not sure why i haven't shown it to you i'll said it once i'll say it before it's the acting is breaking bad good like the two main characters yeah remind me of jesse and walt like their acting is and chemistry is that good okay. americans is about two soviet spies in the 70s who come to the stage and pretend to be americans they have a family and everyone thinks they're american but they're working mm-hmm. for the soviet union and uh this season was good last season w- i put up there at the best season of breaking bad wow and i i don't know why i haven't shown it to you yet i i think you would like it but um that's because
2: i don't get accents
0: well, there's no real accents. They're <laughs> all Ameri- they speak American. They speak like they're American. Oh, okay. They're not from. And anyone from the Soviet Union, there's Russian subtitles for it. Oh, okay. It. But uh, this season again was unbelievable. The acting's great. Next year, it's their last season, so I'm really sad about that. But here is a quick little clip that'll give you an idea of what it's about. This
3: government is planning to attack the Soviet Union. We have to prevent innocent people from getting hurt. There
0: you go. Nice and quick and to the point. Gotta prevent innocent people from getting hurt <laughs> So do you have a show there that um, So that, I guess uh, this I is my
2: number five Really? Um, And John only watches the opening sequence with me In the last segment Yeah I get
0: the idea what's happening So
2: number five on my list Which was a little bit hard to come by And I say this loosely Because I still don't think it's an amazing series Right But I, I can see it's getting better So number five for me is This Is Us Ooh. The new season
0: Okay season I, two
2: so the new season has gotten a lot better. We've done a lot more in-depth character development where it's not really just sitting on this like um what you call it? Like hybrid family or yeah. so. And so it basically follows these two parents who have triplets. Um one of them dies. They adopt a son who's African American who mm-hmm. play who's played by what Roger Sterling? No, it's it? Roger,
0: <laughs> uh, now I forget his name.
2: Sterling Sterling K. Cooper. Brown. Oh okay. So then um what you remember in college? OJ. One of the things that I love about the show is it, it actually has a lot of our favorite actors, or at least mine. It, so it's like Jesse from Gilmore Girls, isn't it? Right, Milo. Blah, 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 manga. No,
0: the guy, uh, dean's still better for Dean character Dean is
2: so not better. He comes
0: from a great family, has money. The he looks. He didn't
2: have. You're thinking Logan. So he Logan. cheats a little bit. You're thinking Logan. Who so did I say? Dean.
0: I hate Dean. <laughs> Which one's Dean again? <laughs> dean's the guy from Supernatural. Yeah. Ugh. This guy's the worst. <laughs> you
2: like Logan, who's no, in the new a- medical. Show. Cheats
0: on his wife with Rory.
2: Logan cheats on Rory with everyone.
0: Again, Logan can do it. He's rich, he's from a good family. Anyway, he's got great hair.
2: <laughs> number one was Jess. Jess is the best.
0: Sure, if you like people like five foot five. I do. Yeah, okay.
2: Anyways. So Keep going. So basically the show is really great in the respect that it has like pretty great like ensemble cast, but a lot of reviews I was reading. Coming into the season Was that people were worried That it really was Sterling K. Cooper's Family (laughs) Sterling
0: K. Brown Sterling
2: K. Brown's family Because he's like The real real deal actor Coming off his accolades From OJ Yeah And you're kind of just like Following his family, mm-hmm. and then with this like other family as a sub B plot, right? Because they spend way more time with his family, mm-hmm. and so I kind of agree until this latter part of the season where they went deeper with Kevin's character, right? Um, which was really good and actually showed off his acting chops a little bit more. They started actually telling other stories with Kate that weren't just related to weight issues, right? Right, and they did other stories with. Um, Sterling's character that weren't just like Mm -hmm. all about him and his like race relations. Right. So I felt like this season was a lot more I would say like just better writing because they got more time to spend with the characters. Okay. one thing we still haven't realized is how Jack died. Yeah. Which I'm like come the fuck on. Right. right.
0: Alright. That's cool. I mean it is what it is.
2: It is what it is. I'm definitely saying it's still not parenthood quality.
0: Okay. So play your clip from This Is Us. Whenever don't you,
3: you're having triplets.
0: <laughs> this year has fundamentally changed
2: all of
3: our lives.
5: Thirty-six years ago, you left me at the front door of a fire station. I'm your biological son. I would have to say that this is one of the best jobs that I've ever
1: had in my life. It is such a dream to be
0: is that able to. just the to actors talking? Just, just yeah, you that's have what to what play that part. That I
1: don't. It didn't I, can't
0: oh, I know. Just all we right needed was now. that first ten because seconds. The way you we got. We got the it's idea now. Over that's good
5: that's good the response to the big three
1: <laughs> big three big three big three big three i think the
2: acclaim yeah, three is of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, all we needed was that first 10 seconds perfect anyways that was great
2: and it was all sterling cooper yeah of <laughs>
0: course he's the best actor <laughs> on that show you should come back to ryan murphy production okay so that was
2: my number five
0: okay number four i bet you you have on your list too but you might have it higher mm. it's it technically came out in 2016, but whatever. We just watched it yeah. now. It's The Night of from oh, HBO. So is good. it on your list? Yeah. Where is it on your list? do You think
2: it's probably number four.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we, you know, we don't have to talk too much about because we talked about it a few episodes ago. Yeah. It's just a great, dramatic, whodunit type show. It's just like so
2: HBO put out a series. <laughs> we already talked about it. I know, but HBO put out a series. Um, that was in commission uh, for, like, four years. And it basically follows, like, a 20-something university Pakistani student who gets framed after a one-night stand with this chick of her murder. Because right. she winds up dead. But and was it, he framed? But was he framed? And so the, like, 10-episode season basically is a true remark of, like, the, like, justice system in the States, like, racial profiling amongst him and, and other people mm-hmm. um, in the series. And just, like... The rollout of life in prison and yeah. life outside of prison for all the different, like, stakeholders in that narrative.
0: Exactly. So it's an awesome show. You should watch it. Here's a quick 10-second clip.
5: Start walking like a man who's not afraid to look a man in the eye. Disrespects all anybody's got eh?
0: That's all you need to know. Start walking like you get the look in your eye, like you belong here
2: why did you just have a southern accent? <laughs> You're in New York.
0: Right? You're in what island? Rikers Batman. Island. Oh,
3: Rikers Island.
0: Alright, so that's not number four. I yeah. don't even number three, I don't even know if it's gonna be on your list to be honest with you. Okay. Number three for me, I think it was number one last year or number mm-hmm. two. It is Better Call Saul. It is on my list. Okay. Not in the top five though? No. Okay. I thought season th- I think it's done what, three seasons? Every season's just as good. Again, it I can't imagine a show that's from c- in my opinion, Breaking Bad is the best TV show of all time. Mm-hmm. The fact that they took a show, mm-hmm. uh, they took a character from that show and made it into a prequel,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's obviously not as good as Breaking Bad. Yeah. But it's not far off of it, in my opinion. Bob Odenkirk holds his own... All the actors are great. Chuck, him... Yeah. Uh, fucking... The Kate. the lawyer. You like the main guy? Oh, yeah. Ugh. What's, what's his, his name? <clears throat> it's like H and m Hammond? Hammond. Hammond. Right. You but what's his real name? Oh... Uh, I not it up. Okay. Anyways, it's just such I mean Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad and the show, does a great job, Howard. right? Howard. Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just love the show. This mm-hmm. season was so good. This season was so good. Chuck's finally dead, which is Is nice. he
2: dead, though? I think he's so dead. So basically, Schmuck the season date. ended with, or like the season, the story arc of this season, which is why I made it really good, was following the dissolve of Chuck and Saul's relationship. That's how you messed
0: up Saul's name and called him Dissolve.
2: No. Right? And so it basically was Chuck trying to take Saul to court, right? And I don't think Saul became Saul yet. It was right at the end he became Saul. It was still Jimmy.
0: Yeah, no, he he definitely was Saul when, when he started doing those commercials. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And so I guess it was very much like him becoming his Breaking Bad character of Saul. But then the turnout is is that Chuck lost the case because yeah. Saul framed him. But for fair reason, it was actually all like real things he framed him for. Exactly. right? And then basically chuck lit a fire and tried to kill himself and that's how the series ended on a cliff <laughs>
0: yeah so most of you guys will know this show because you know breaking bad all right here's a quick clip from uh better call saul
4: you
1: will atone
4: what can we do for you jimmy the money is beside the point
1: Money is the point. Does this bring payday to you, huh? You know, Jimmy, in our line of work, you can get so caught up in the idea of winning that you forget to listen to your heart.
0: So there you go. That's Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's number three, but I just realized my number one and two are in like a Completely different leagues like yeah. no other show can compare to these two seasons So do you have anything before I get to my top two because I think we have this we no, have we, the same kinda. last
2: two But then I think I forgot to say one that would have been different okay, so, and how, so this has pushed us out, but it's my number one and it's not even on your so, list so I
0: know so what we're gonna do is yeah. I'm gonna say my number two because you have it there Yeah, then I'll say my number ones you have it. Yeah, and then you save your number one us. Okay, so number two for me mm-hmm. it's season two of stranger things it. Um, I was definitely, like I said earlier, a little skeptical season two wouldn't be as good as season one. The kids grew up. The kids grew up. I knew too much about them personally. Yeah, like, maybe there's not no story there.
2: Yeah, the kids in too many BMO commercials. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: Uh, Eleven's rapping on every late night show you can I watch know. in this. But season two, I don't know if it was better than season one. I think I still obviously like season one better. It's just better. different. Different, but in a good way. Yeah. Eleven and Harper's uh, relationship was awesome. hmm I mean, I didn't really care for the red-headed chick that much. No, Max, but, I didn't like her. But she didn't bug me too much. Her she only
2: bugged me because she was always pissy, and she had, like, stink face. Yeah, it
0: was because her brother wanted to, like, beat her up all yeah, the time. Yeah, I felt
2: like that storyline went nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. So... I will say, too, Stranger Things Season 2 had the best trailer of the year. Yeah. Th- I'm just going to put so, that out there. So,
2: here's one thing I will say, and it's, like, certain shows as a whole... We usually we just started watching some new shows as well over the holiday break, and one of our things whenever we watch a new series is we need to watch the opening credits. Yeah. And so, yeah, do we like true. the opening credits? Do we not like the opening credits? Is the music good? Is it captivating? What not? And so the one thing, and this is a mark of really great series, is Netflix introduced the feature of skip intro this year. Yeah. And so, Stranger Things two, the Duffer Brothers, great Duffer intro. Duffer Brothers. Duffer Brothers. The intro of that show, we never skip the intro.
3: Never.
0: Right?
2: And so I think that's a mark of a great series.
0: Yeah. So should I even play a clip? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me find the clip. All right, here we go for a little quick clip.
1: Nothing's going to go back to the way that it was. Not really. I saw something.
3: No. I felt it
0: everywhere. <laughs> That's all we Oh, right my there. God. I'm just watching the clip again. I'm like, damn, Steve might be the best character Steve of is the show. best
2: character. Like, honestly, this season just went to, like, a different level. It was, like, the kids together. Oh, for Steve f-
0: and what's-his-face together?
2: Uh, Dustin. Dustin, the best partner The best partnership ever. Mm-hmm. But then even, like, because Eleven was kind of out by herself... But then, like, Will and Mike kind of spent the most time together. Will kind of had, like, finally his year because he was back from the Upside Down. Yeah. But, like, Steve, best breakout actor.
0: For sure. Right? Yeah, it was good. I'm going to say again, I don't know how they're going to make a season three, to be honest with you. But I'll go along for the ride.
2: So the low point for me of Stranger Things 2 yeah. was just probably why I didn't make like a number one slot. One, I think it's too obvious. But yeah. two, was the standalone episode with Eleven in Chicago, mm-hmm. which I didn't Yeah, like. oh yeah, that was the worst episode. It was a wor- it's such a waste of an episode. Waste,
0: Like they could have easily intercut her story and other stories she didn't have to have her own story
2: and like when i read interviews afterwards with the duffer brothers they just said like you know they always want to do a different type of episode that's how like they keep their creative creative juices going but they know that like a lot of fans were like upset about it and they said it added nothing to the plot line
0: but like we said mr robot did two standalone episodes loved them and they were awesome so
2: exactly so
0: that leaves one show for me so sorry stranger things where on your top three for uh, you. probably number three. Okay, so number two. Yeah, is my number one is your number two. Correct. Okay, so number one for me, my favorite TV show of twenty seventeen would have to be Netflix's Narcos
2: season three.
0: Season three, and I was oh. I was a little skeptical now that Pablo Escobar's is dead. I know like, Tata's gonna... gone. Ta- <laughs> Pablo Escobar's mom's gone,
2: and what's his face is gone. Oh, Murphy. Murphy,
0: like, so here's a show that gets rid of. Let's just say. Two of the biggest characters, Pablo Escobar and Murphy. Yeah, and season three may have been my favorite season to be honest with you. And
2: it started like a whole part of the cartel narrative. The Cali cartel. The Cali cartel. Pacho. Pacho. That no one really like. It's not commercially as well known as Pablo Escobar. Exactly.
0: Which almost maybe made it better because you didn't know all these things. But the writing was so strong. The acting was so strong. Like what was it, Jorge? Jorge. Oh oh my god. So, next season, season four, apparently they got rid of Pena, and it's moving from um, uh, from Colombia to Mexico. Yeah. But I still have faith in it. I think it's still going to be just as good. Yeah.
2: I think what it was really great about, uh, amongst all the other things John said for, like, season three, is that Narcos, in and and of itself, is so beautifully shot. And even, like, the goriest of scenes just look amazing, but, like, all of the killers in it, like, from the cartel, Mm -hmm. are so like they're such great actors oh, for sure right and they have like amazing chemistry and i actually appreciate that the entire series doesn't try and dub over no. their spanish Mo-
0: more than half the episodes are in spanish and
2: you're reading subtitles and it you never feel stunted because the subtitles are written well
0: yeah, I loved and Pena
2: it. did an amazing job this yeah, season I
0: loved everything about it, I loved the violence I loved the characters, yeah. I loved the way it was shot I loved the way it ended, everything about it was perfect the one scene yeah. with the main guy in, in between the wall was so, f- oh so good oh my god,
2: that was so stressful the only thing I will say for season 4 and this is what I'm worried about yeah. is there, if they're not bringing back anyone we had at least Pena as a common thread as something yeah. to anchor on.
0: But that was it. Most of the characters were new. Jorge, those two new That's CIA true. agents. I got faith in it. I think we'll still yeah. like it. I'm going to play a clip, but if it's all in Spanish, I'm just going to turn it off. So we'll see what we got. Here we go. Welcome back, Agent Pena. I've just got plans for Colombia. Another bloodbath complicates me. What's the play? We do Cali differently.
4: Try to go up to the Cali bosses. All you'll get are more bodies. People want to see the godfathers
3: in handcuffs and that's what they're
0: gonna get Ooh, that was pretty good clip so actually good. so that was my number one show of the year i can't yeah. wait for it to come back probably september I know. oh i going to wait like nine months for it now
2: so my number one on the list is a pretty new show we that we just was finished three, it
0: three days ago three
2: days ago and initially when i started watching it I didn't like it. I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as I do now.
0: If I thought long and hard, it could have made it on the list. Yeah. Like I honestly, I had to bump to put John Oliver on today. I forgot mm-hmm. I bumped two shows. Yeah. I accidentally put eleven shows. I just just missed the mark for me was American Horror Story, uh, Cult. Oh, okay. It it was on number ten, then I I just had to knock it off. It was good, but
2: okay. Yeah. So my number one show of the year yeah. is a late uh, late bloomer yeah. for us is Netflix's mindhunter
0: whoa and
2: so for a lot of people reading like hollywood reporter variety vulture complex etc those lists mindhunter is the show that people are referencing now because i think it only dropped in october
0: (laughs) i think so yeah right
2: so it is definitely later to netflix but the more i watched it it was getting better and better for sure But the thing that kind of sold it for me, and I said this to you yesterday, was that after I went back and read all the reviews about each episode from the creators, I realized that Mindhunter, which kind of follows these two FBI agents in the 70s who kind of, like, create the framework of what is a serial killer, Mm -hmm. when they go back and interview all these serial killers from the 70s, it's almost like... The transcripts of the actual recordings Right And I just thought that that was so cool For sure That was interesting But then it's also like That show kind of That that show and that construct Kind of dictates all these other murder shows we watch mm-hmm. Right? And why we have interest in them Like things like Dexter Yeah Etc Like Making a Murderer, etc And so I don't know There's just something about it I like the darkness of it mm-hmm. I like the grittiness of it But I think it's also the things i don't like about it i don't like about them really passionately right. so it's like i don't like the girlfriend at No all, i
0: hated her and i
2: hated her
0: but, like
2: dynamic with holden but the groundwork was set from episode 1 but, and when i thought about that and went mm-hmm. back and read it i'm like oh fuck they did put her this way for a reason. And
0: if you think back to some of our favorite shows, shows such as Breaking Bad and Mad Men, mm-hmm. you hate some characters. I absolutely do. You hate do. Skyler, Although, yeah. after watching Breaking Bad for the fifth time, I, 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 I kind of feel bad for Skyler yeah. <laughs> You hate Betty Draper. Yep. But it's like, she does such a good job of acting. Like, totally. It's not whatever her face, January Jones. No. It's not that she's a bad actress. that she's a good that's actor. Her,
2: that's her character. I think, like, some of the dialogue seems a little bit forced and contrived. And, like, I read one um review of Mindhunter where it was like <coughs> oh is like it's not a like the sounds really mean but it's not like a super smart meta-esque show like mr yeah. robot yeah where you have to like go and research after yeah it you don't
0: need that kind of
2: thing but they almost <laughs> treat it that way and mm-hmm. they're overcompensating right. for dialogue where you don't have to so i think that's where some of the dialogue with the girlfriend felt like right. con- super contrived on yeah. robotic. And I was
0: going to say Bill is one of my favorite characters. Oh,
2: he's amazing. This guys so good. And he's like like Bill to play that way. Yeah. So anyway, so Mindhunter is my number one That's show. That's crazy. That's so cool. I like
0: that. I like it. It's a curveball, it's not.
2: Definite curveball. And I
0: feel like it came out in October right before Stranger Things came out, so it got lost in there. Yeah. So I have three worst TV shows of the year. Okay. You're going to agree with me if you can think of any other ones, let me know. Go. Yeah. But here are my three worst shows of the year. Mhm. Uh the walking dead 100
2: percent
0: sucks now she's fucking sucks kill negan don't kill him just yeah. be done with it I, we're gonna it's
2: keep so w- whiny now and it's like i can't take it being dragged out no. all the main characters i care about are like either gone or like yeah. wussies now
0: i mean we'll still watch it yeah it's not unwatchable
2: some episodes are to me like there's yeah, a no point where that is true You're actually right? it's
0: true if there's like a now they do one one off episodes oh. that suck yeah okay there's <coughs> a show we watched a couple episodes and mm. then we stopped watching mm. House of Cards.
2: Well and Kevin Spacey didn't have anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, we
0: stopped watching before it yeah. was cool to stop so watching. Exactly. Like the first three seasons unbelievable. Unbelievable. It just it's too much now. And then we didn't even watch the newest season but Homeland. Oh eh. no,
2: we just gave up on that. The
0: season where she was in Germany just sucked.
2: It was just horrible. I think it's like one of those things where I like when actors or when sorry, when like showrunners like actually have a direct idea of how long they want the show to run
0: yeah exactly right homelands going the new season starts in like two weeks it's like season eight
2: why i remember
0: when it was a show about you didn't know if this guy was a spy for totally. like isis or and whatever th- it was
2: supposed to be a one-off series i think yeah initially and so that's to me it's like that show hit its expiry date in season two and there's
0: a show first two seasons unbelievable, unbelievable. season three There's no need for Brody, so guess what? Season three sucks. They kill him. Yeah, come back. Season four, which was one of our favorite seasons ever. Totally. And then season five was last one. Absolutely horrible. So, anyways, those are the shitty shows. So what's the next category you want to go into? Let's go into
2: Best Movies. So this
0: is our Best Movies at 2017.
1: Yeah, I paid 25.95. to see that again. That's my favorite movie of
3: 2017.
0: All right, Best Movies. So do you have uh, you have a number one, obviously. Yes. Do you have just the rest in random order? Yeah. So do you want me to do what you we did first. again? You go first, yeah. So my number 10 might be your number one. Okay. My number 10 movie, and it just barely makes it on there. I, I was going to take it off in lieu of the movie we saw two days ago. Yeah. But... The movie we saw two days ago didn't make it on for me just because wow. it's too new. Oh,
2: okay. And
0: the more I think about it, I don't know how this movie's number 10 for me, but Planet of the Apes?
2: Oh, my God. It was so know. good.
0: It was all right. What? What?
2: It, okay, p- war. And f- first of all, okay, sorry, it's war for, war for the planet of for. the apes. <laughs> what is it good for? So I absolutely love this net new series. Was this series. number one
3: for you? No,
0: <laughs>
2: right? Um, what you call it? But this series was really great. I found that it brought all the like the <coughs> net new versions of the Planet of the Apes together really nicely.
0: I think I know what your word of the year is as well. What net new? How's that net- described? No, it's projects. nothing wrong. With that it's just a new word. Oh, okay, I, not I just- like fuckboy. They both. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good singer. If I had air horns right now, I'd give you air horns.
2: Tim and Sid air horns. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: that was pretty good. That was. Here's the dish of the ear.
2: Anyway. I'll take that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyway, War for the Planet of the Apes is definitely oh, no, no. on my ah, list. My wow.
3: phone.
0: Okay, keep going. I Thank will not you. speak unless spoken. No,
2: I was just going to say, War for the Planet of the Apes was <laughs> awesome. I absolutely loved it. 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 No, Why? There it, was such a no, good was, heart there. And they talk good. about, like, real ideas, racism,
0: I just, sustainability. I also just realized Woody Harrelson character in this movie is oh, the same exactly. as three billboards. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And I think the same thing happens to him in both and movies. And Detective. <laughs> This, again, this is a movie where I was rooting for the people to win because if it's man versus monkey, no. fuck your monkey.
2: Fuck your monkey?
0: I, let, me, let me just say this. Go. If we're living in, there's apes out there, yeah. that, gorillas that want to kill us. They're not gorillas. Are you, there's some gorillas. <laughs>
2: some gorillas. They were mean gorillas.
0: I know, but if there's an ape out there that wants to kill you, yeah. are, I'm, are you not getting behind Woody Harrelson's character?
2: No! Okay. Okay. So that's where we differ. Next. Number nine. Number
0: nine for me is where did my list Ooh, okay? This movie, I don't know why it made it here either, to be honest. I didn't with do you. a clip, uh, that's okay. okay a movie. TV shows, I think yeah. it's better. Okay, number nine for me, I still liked it, but the original was way better. Mm-hmm. Train Spotting, too.
2: I didn't watch it, only on your list.
0: Uh, Train Spotting, the first one, yeah, one of the best movies ever made, maybe. and
2: best book. Bu- I know,
0: I haven't listened to the book bu- or read the book. <laughs> I was thinking there, audio. There book. is a
2: 2017 kid for you. Yeah.
3: Right?
0: Uh, see, this the second movie was still cool. It was shot really well, really mm-hmm. well directed. Mm-hmm. There's barely any heroin in it because yeah. they're all clean and sober. Who
2: the fuck wants to watch train spotting without some sober? heroin?
0: I know. But it was still cool, but yeah. not as good. Okay. So it, it, But I still liked it. Okay. Okay, number eight for me. Is, ooh, you didn't watch this either, but it stars the kid from from 13 Reasons Why. It's Don't Breathe.
2: No, that one's too scary. Yeah, it's
0: about the old blind man who traps these two guys in their house and he tries to kill them.
2: So, wait, did you watch that movie in its entirety in yeah. one day? Or did you watch uh, it, like, in, broken
0: in bits and pieces? Okay. But still, it was awesome. Okay. It was just, it was scary, good yeah. acting, and I, I like those kinds of movies. That's fair. Which leads into number seven, which I'm sure will be on your list, mm-hmm. is Split.
2: Yeah, did so it make split, it on your list? Yeah, Split is on my list, but I still feel like I'm like, holy shit, did we watch this this year or last year? Uh, like
0: January twenty seventeen. Okay, yeah. it just I think it maybe came out in December twenty sixteen. Yeah, but we didn't see it till this year. That's fair. Though. And we may have saw it on our holiday break, to be honest. So, but I thought M Night Shyamalan finally made finally good movie. made
2: a good movie come back, and I like, what's his face in it.
0: James Harden or no? No, James McAvoy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number six. My Although p-
2: one of his characters was basically Professor X. Yeah. For, so, <laughs> he had a split personality, and it basically held, like, three people hostage. Yeah, right. But one of his, like, um, whatchamacallit, yeah, persona- personalities, sorry. was basically Professor X.
0: It's the same when you watched The Martian. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Donald Glover is just playing Abed.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: there's an episode of Community where he's pretending to be Abed. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what he's doing. <laughs> okay, so... All these movies in th- these these three movies in a row were all like scary movies. So my last number 6, the last scary movie on the list, it. Ooh. Is, does that make it onto your list? Yes. It.
2: So it did make it onto my list. Okay,
0: is it anywhere top 10, top 5, uh, number 8? maybe matter. like whatever, top top of the five. list, like five, middle, yeah. middle ground? Middle
2: ground. I think the one thing with it is and I said this when we did our like fastbender review when we saw the film earlier this year. Yeah. I remember seeing my brother's, like, asshole showed me the original Stephen King's It when I was really young. For sure. And that fucking film has haunted me. Like, both, like, VHS tapes have haunted me since, like, I was, like, seven. Right. And so I am, like, deathly scared of clowns. Of course. And, like... Like, obviously, like, this year has been played with, like, clowns in the woods and shit like that, like, Mm. wandering around. So when this movie came out, I was like, fuck, I don't want to see it. This is fucking frightening. But then all of our friends also wanted to see it. And so then it became more, like, peer pressure. I was
0: going to say, I can't say what the other one is, but you've seen a few scary movies this year. Yeah. I won't say what the other one is because it's my number one. But I thought it was pretty good. I'm looking forward to the sequel. It was scary, Mm. but... Not that scary. It wasn't
2: at. There's something about the original that was a lot more scary, of and course. it could have been like the lack of CGI again. Mm-hmm. But like, there were different elements in this film that weren't prevalent in the previous one.
0: Sorry, i was just looking at your screensaver of albums. you see the Little Wayne one? Yeah. Look at the one to the right of it, Red <laughs> Man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at Red Man's cover. What album does that say it is? is um. Uh, something syrup. Pants. Or? pants and syrup yeah maybe? sorry there's a, a picture of red Man on your screensaver it made me laugh all right so number five we just saw it last week mm-hmm. it's the disaster artist Did definitely
2: that, yeah it made my list um
0: i thought it was great james franco directed it stars yeah. as tommy wisel we talked about this in the last episode yeah so you know how we feel about it just really really well done they're I like it because you're not laughing at, you're laughing with. Yeah. Which I don't like it when you're laughing at someone. I'd rather you laugh with them. Absolutely. Like, they're not making fun of Tommy Wiseau. They're humanizing him and his reasons why he did things, right? Yeah. He's just a shitty actor.
2: He is a shitty actor. But (laughs) I also think it's, like, I I just love James Franco. Yeah, Like, honestly, like, he was great in it. And, like, the movie is funny. I will say, like, we said last week, it's it's probably better to watch The Room first and then watch it because then... The jokes within the film become within the disaster it is are kind of hit home a little bit more. Um,
0: and I was gonna say the funny thing is, so this week I've watched uh, "This Is the End." Yeah, and I watched "Pineapple Express."
2: Oh no! When the fuck did you watch these? When you
0: go to bed at twelve, I oh stay up till two in the morning watching these movies. Gee, I
2: actually really like "Pineapple Express." I know.
0: I only rewatched the first twenty minutes of it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And the reason why I watched it because when I was watching "This Is the End," they make the fake trailer for oh, "Pineapple yeah, Express" 30. too. All right. So number four for me might be in your top two i think so it's logan
2: oh yeah
0: where's that rank so logan
2: might be my favorite film of the year yeah and i'm debating like i had two on there yeah and so logan being obviously the character from x-men yeah wolverine Wolverine,
0: his final movie his
2: final movie he's been with the series or the franchise (laughs) for like 20 years and so rated
0: r which is great which is
2: great it was shot beautifully
0: we saw it with my mom (laughs) yeah
2: you know one of those like happy sunday films you want to see usually I mean, you want to
0: take your mom to a katherine heigl movie yeah. or something no we'll take her to go see logan. rated x Logan.
2: she just wanted to spend time with you
0: and you as well yeah. and we saw it in imax
2: and we saw it in imax okay so the reason why logan is either my number one or yeah. number two was that i love um which is his face he, what is his name Hugh uh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman. As, like, that character.
0: Hugh, or like, as, as Donald Trump would call him, Hugh Jackman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really love that scenario. Um, they kind of went back to, like, it's it was less CGI, I would say, just by nature of them doing, like, mm-hmm, realistic, like, sure. martial arts in, like, the forests and scenes. They brought his, like, daughter um, into yeah. the, the narrative.
0: The one thing I didn't like was... Maybe it's just bad timing, but the daughter was basically 11 from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. I think it's Same just character. bad
2: timing, though. Yeah. Right? But...
0: But still, I love the movie. I
2: think the movie was outstanding. Uh, Professor X was obviously still in it. Um yeah. And then, like, there it's- was...
0: It's, I was going to say, it's funny too because we saw the new X Men movie and we thought it was dog shit.
2: Dog shit, but like Logan just went in this different direction, and I thought it really did justice to the character. Mm-hmm. It did justice to the franchise, and it was like a great send off for Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah, per- that's all I would say mm-hmm. too. All right, so number three on my list of best movies, mm-hmm. it definitely will not be on your list. Okay. It might be on your shit list. Okay. So that would be, can you guess? No. Dunkirk.
2: So, okay. Dunkirk is on my list for what it represents really? but okay. it's definitely not it would be like number 10 for me
0: I liked it because sometimes movie gets bonus points if they are like an hour and a half or under yeah length of the movie is great I like the acting Ooh. I like the storytelling and I was just and the kid on the boat
2: so, Dunkirk, for those of you guys who haven't seen it, is supposed to be Christopher Nolan's, like, claim to fame, best, like, Academy Award opportunity, mm-hmm. um, Oscar-worthy film. And I 100% disagree. Yeah. I think it's beautifully shot. Yeah. I think it looks great. However, there it's, like, five distinct story arcs, and none of them really unfold in any weird, like, true way to it's me. It's
0: just, like... War. It's what it is. Chaos. Oh, okay. It's war. I've never So then
2: why not just do Save war. and
0: Private mm. okay. <laughs> What is it? good? So, so here's
2: the mark to me of name. why this movie failed. We okay. literally watched that film. Fucking Tom oh, here Hardy. Here we go. Tom Hardy played his exact same character. And
0: the only war movie you want to see with a Tom is Tom Hanks and Save Private Ryan. We
2: came home after we watched Dunkirk and watched the first movie. <laughs> Did 20- you just call it
0: Dunkirt? Yeah. Dunkirk.
2: Dunkirk? Dunkirk? Is that right? Dunkirk?
0: Dunkirk? Dun-Kirk? No, D-U-N-Dun. Uh, Dunkirk.
2: Right? We went out <laughs> and watched Dunkirk and then came home and watched the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan, which was captivating.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing here. The scene in Dunkirk when they're inside that uh, submarine that's, or that boat that's on the that's shore. That's
2: the only good scene.
0: What about that time when Tom Hardy loses his like engine? And he's just flying into no, death.
2: What the, the fuck? Why this? do I care about Tom Hardy? He doesn't say shit. I can't understand it him at all. Brain. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: okay. I just, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, We'll agree and to disagree. the
2: music in it wasn't the best, whereas wow. like in- Inception, like I felt like they stole the B-sides of Inception.
0: Okay, so I got two left. Go for it. I'm going to say number two. Mm. I'm sure it's on your list. And then before I do my number one, you tell me all your other favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Number two, this one was tough. But mm-hmm. number two would have to be Baby Driver.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Is that Long on my your list? list? Yeah.
0: That we're top five. You probably probably rank put top five. Uh, just as we're both editors,
3: mm-hmm.
0: watching that movie from an editor's viewpoint, unbelievable music in it, unbelievable acting. I know Kevin Spacey's a illus- loser like Kevin Spacey's a horrible human being. But he's good in the movie. He was good in the movie. Shane yeah. from Walking Dead's great. The main kid baby was awesome. Um, and John hello,
2: ha- John Hamm as the villain. Yeah. was outstanding.
0: Although I got to rewatch it because apparently Run the Jewels have a cameo in it. Yeah, or Killer Ma- I told you. I, that. I know that, but I didn't see it.
2: <gasps> so and baby ba- Driver's
0: just a, go for it.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say. So baby driver basically follows this like 18 year old kid who's like an awesome like hitman driver, mm-hmm. right? And he goes around like doing errands to, like,
0: Basically, people money. commit crimes and he just drives them away. But so the, his
2: it. thing is that he, like, hurt his eardrum and the only thing that keeps, like, the buzzing out of his ear is to play, like, music on his iPod the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that's become his, like, character. But to John's point about the editing is that I think what made this movie even better for us is that <sighs> It was as if the creator of that movie picked all the songs he wanted to use mm-hmm. in the film yep. and then went back and edited the movie against exactly yeah. all of the beats yeah, oh in yeah. each song. So which it's like <sighs> cut on every downbeat, yeah. which is outstanding. So
0: directing, editing-wise, like this movie should be direct, nominated for Best Editing for a, a movie. All right, so before I get to my number one,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, why, you know what my number one is, right? Yeah. So is that on your list? Yeah. Okay, so tell me so all the, the movies. So the only other
2: movie that's... Yeah or two other movies that are on my list that are probably not on your list. Okay. Uh, One of them being Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: (laughs) So, Beauty and the Beast, just because I absolutely... Love that, like, Disney film, like, the cartoon animated version. Mm-hmm. But I was so excited when it came out. I wasn't a fan of Hermione playing Belle. Okay. I thought that that was a little off. But other than that, I'm like, I love, like, I could sing every song from Beauty and the Beast. And absolutely sure. just, like... Fair enough. Like, you, I watched the whole Lion King this weekend. Like, it yeah. just, it's one of those things for that sure. I just will always love. So, from a nostalgic point of view, that was really cool. And I'm excited for things like... Lion King movie to come out like Mm -hmm. I will be part of those stories and you will come gladly with me to (laughs) watch those in the theater I will Um, the other movie that made my list that didn't make your list and we haven't done a fastbender reading of it yet so the one movie that
0: you already said that part just say what it is
2: (laughs) (gasps) Three Billboards Outside Ebbing Missouri so
0: is this your number one movie no okay oh yeah (laughs) okay No, it's not. Logan was. This is my number one. Logan's your number one now. Yeah. Okay. Logan
2: was my number
0: one. You said there was a mix between two.
2: Yeah, so Logan or this one.
0: Okay, so it's Logan, though. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, (laughs) three billboards outside (laughs) Ebbing, Missouri, um, is uh, the Frances McDermott, Sam Rockwell. (laughs)
0: What's her name?
2: Frances McDermott. Is that right?
0: (laughs) I don't know. The chick from Fargo.
2: Yeah, so her, um, Sam Rockwell, and Woody Harrelson. basically live in this town in Missouri and Francis's daughter dies no, Angela, outside Missouri. Outside Missouri, their daughter dies and she's like be gone a little on bit more a casual about that? What?
0: So can you be a little bit more casual about that line there? Whatever. I know, they're living outside Missouri, the daughter's dead and then you know, they have this bad ham sandwich.
2: Shut up, John. So basically Francis McDormand's <laughs> daughter, Angela, gets <laughs> raped McDermand's and brother. killed. Oh, God. Right? And then basically the town police force, <laughs> a.k.a. Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell, do nothing for 10 months. So she's kind of left like wondering what's the deal with this. But then all these other, like, unjust crimes are kind of being solved for. I.e. there's like racial profiling and a bunch of like black people get arrested. Etc. So then Francis's character buys three billboards, Mm -hmm. right, to actually like advertise like what is the police force gonna do about this. So it's kinda like the trials and tribulations within that city, Pigeon Creek, Missouri, I think it was called. That was called Ebbing, Missouri. Oh yeah. No, outside (laughs) Ebbing, Missouri. Pigeon Pigeon Creek. Creek. Yeah. And so then I think what I love about this movie is that the acting is outstanding in it. Yeah, for sure. I apes. think, see, and this is where I'm like, we haven't watched a lot of Oscar films, I would say, this year. Like, I don't know what they would be. Final of the Apes
0: isn't going to get nominated? For
2: fuck Oscar? off, God! I don't know. Do you think <laughs> fucking, I don't even know,
0: the, the, breathe the,
2: in or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> so, by
0: <laughs> prodigy? You mean don't breathe? Yeah. <laughs> breathe in. <sighs>
2: no. um, but I think, like, when I think about best acting for females, like, I really do hope Frances she will, she'll she'll get sure. nominated, 100%. if not win, I would say. Like, when I think about Emma Stone winning for La La Land Ugh. and the caliber of that acting Ugh. versus what happened in Three Billboards, it's, like, mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. So, knowing that we haven't seen a lot of the Oscar films potentially this year, I am curious to see how many awards Three Billboards gets nominated for. For sure. I thought the plot was good. I thought the acting and the ensemble cast was great.
0: It definitely deserves to be on my top 10 list. I just uh-huh. didn't throw it in there just based off the time alone.
2: Oh, okay. I can't get
0: rid of Don't Breathe.
2: You can't.
0: Or <laughs> but my number one movie of the year, which, tell me where it ranks on your list.
2: It's probably top four.
0: Okay. Would definitely have to be Get Out.
2: <laughs> it's
0: just a perfect movie in my opinion. And when we rewatched it the second time.
2: So wait, what is Get Out about? Oh,
0: God. Get Out. Um, I got to figure out how to say it. Get Out is about this... I'm just going to say it. It's about a black guy who dates a white chick.
2: Marnie from Girls. Yeah.
0: And she takes him home to meet his parents for the first time. And their parents just do, like, fucked up shit. Like, <laughs> take black people hostage. hostage and put white people's soul inside their body. Yeah, That's basically what it is.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: So what I was
0: going to say is the first time I saw it, it was awesome. Uh-huh. But when you know the ending, I think we talked about it with Ferris. It's better to watch it the second time around because... Little things pop out, stand out in your mind. Yeah. Like the butler and the and the the worker. Yeah. When you know that it's their grandparents. Yeah. It just makes more sense. Totally. And when you know, like the guy from Atlanta, when he gets his picture taken, he's like, "Get out." Yeah. And then the best scene still, the no,
2: no, you what about that thing?
0: Oh, that's the other best part. How long has this been going on? This thing. (laughs) (laughs) The line's so good that we named an episode after it. (laughs) My favorite
2: thing about Get Out was, like, watching, I think I told you when it happened, on Breakfast Television in Toronto in the morning for, like, that, the second week it had been out, like, and it was, like, a Monday, it was, like, what are the top grossing films at the box office? And so Kevin and Dina, who are, like, the white hosts of the Breakfast Television, who I love watching, right, they were (laughs) like, going over, like, the top movies of the weekend, and it's, like... Oh, Beauty and the Beast was number three. Yeah. Baby Driver is number two. This movie Get Out is number one. <laughs> and then Dina's like, "What's Get Out?" And Kevin's like, "I don't know. What is Get Out?" <laughs> and then they're like, literally like s- stewing over this movie and what it's about for like like the awkwardest 30 seconds. And they just ever. go like IMDb. Well, and this is the thing. But then I think they couldn't Winston. come back from that, and so like they were like Winston or like whomever. Like, what's this about? And like. It was just funny because it's like exactly to John Swain where he's like, oh, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. They couldn't do that on morning television.
0: That's so funny. So Uh,
2: it's hilarious.
0: So where do you want to go from here? Do you want to talk about albums, concerts, or songs? Let's
2: do best albums of the year. There can be only one. This is the best album of 2017.
0: Perfect. Do you want to start your list? Do you have a top 10 or is it just like random order for you? Uh,
2: I only have a top one.
0: Okay, but do you have other albums you like a lot?
2: Yeah, that's why they're on my list.
0: <laughs> okay, so do you want to, because we're probably going to vary because there's so much yeah. music out there. Do you want me to go first or you go first?
2: Um, I will go first.
0: Okay, so tell me about some of your favorite albums out there and I'll tell you where they rank.
2: Yeah, so I think when I, okay, so here's the reasons, but you have to say why we like them. And so I think this is the thing. I picked albums where it's like, I like more than four songs on them. Yeah, And it's a seamless listen.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking when I say all these albums, minus a few that you haven't listened to, you would listen to the whole album through. Right. That's that's my criteria. Would you listen to more than four songs? Yeah, would you listen to 10 of the
3: 12?
2: Absolutely. Do we like, did we purchase these on vinyl? Did we like buy them off Apple Music or stream them off Apple Music? And then it's also like, There might be one-off songs I really like on the album that I know the name of, but some of them I don't know the names of because I'll just listen to it in its entirety. My
0: number 10 albums I don't know a single song on it, but I listen to every song.
2: Exactly. Okay, so some of the best albums of the year, in no particular order except number one, which Mm -hmm. I would hope would be our same number one.
0: It's not going to.
2: Oh, okay, so I will put Friends, White Lies.
0: So, Friends, White Lies came out in 2016. We didn't start listening to it until 2017. I wrote
2: an anecdote. one. Okay.
0: And I was going to say, for number me, it's number six.
2: Okay. Okay. And the reason being is that Sean introduced us to White Lies. Mm -hmm. And I think we only started really listening to it like midway through the spring.
3: Yeah. And so...
2: There was four songs off that album mm-hmm. that we were, like, addicted to. For t- sure. To I'm still me, addicted to them. Still addicted. And to me, it sounds like it's because they sound like Depeche Mode Yeah, to it me. sounds like
0: 80s music. And so... But it's not, so um, I can listen to it.
2: What you going to call it? Hold on a second. And so... Yeah.
0: Are you going to look up? Yeah, White Lies, again, it sounds like Depeche Mode. It sounds like an 80s synth pop band.
2: So the song, um, there's two songs off there that I actually really like, and yeah. it, you like them too, and it, the first one I heard was Hold Back Your Love. Yeah. And then Take It Out On Me Yeah, is the ones I like off of it.
0: So, which one would you? I'll play a little bit now. Take It Out On Me or, mm-hmm. or which one do you want me Fold to play? Pull Back Your Love. Okay, this one. Is, got it streaming here on Apple Music. You, mm-hmm. you have Apple Music? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. It's awesome. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Okay. See, it's so 80s. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. What else you got on there?
2: Am I just doing my list? You do one.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna say. So they're number six. Mm-hmm. Number ten for me. I don't know any of the song titles, mm-hmm. but it's Phoenix TMO. So How however you say actually, that in French? Yeah, I love Tiamo. Bro, Tiamo. Right. Okay. So their album, you can play it all the way through.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you like a lot of their old stuff? Oh,
0: hell yeah. Everyone thinks their first album is the one that has uh, Listomania in 1901. Yeah. They had four albums before that.
2: And you like them all? Yeah,
0: me and Dan used to listen to it back at Club 808. Like, I have. A, <laughs> I think they have eight albums, seven or That's eight albums. That's bananas. And all their albums before their big album is amazing.
2: Are we going to listen to Phoenix in Phoenix?
0: We should, definitely. <laughs> so I love. Um, what
2: makes this album so good? Uh,
0: it's. Um, Let me think Because it
2: definitely is on a lot of, like, other, um, like, magazines' top ten of the year. But I haven't really listened to it, so what makes it great?
0: Uh, The guy's got one of the best voices in all of music, the lead Mm -hmm. singer. It's just, like, it's just catchy. Like, here, listen. What's the song
2: off of it? Uh, Have
0: I listened to it? You probably really haven't, but you should. I'll play it for, next time we make dinner, I'll play the whole album. Mm -hmm. But this one, um, uh, J-Boy, it's just... Just so catchy, synth pop. My favorite music. Just that beat alone, right? Mm -hmm. And then, anyway. It's just so it's just synth pop. I love synth pop. So good. So do you want me to keep going? Do you want? To Let's
2: go one for one.
0: Okay. So what's that? What else you got there?
2: So the next person or band or artist that uh-huh. I have is, and you don't know this one because you're like, what is this? When I
3: had my <laughs> list, yeah.
2: was an R and B artist slash like pop Frank artist. Frank Ocean. No, Snow Allegra, who has done work with Frank Ooh, Ocean. Okay. And so Snow Allegra basically is this, like, Amy Winehouse-esque R&B singer. But, like, her songs have way more wow, bass like that, sounds that. cool. Yeah, yeah. It has way more bass and, like, she'll, she'll vibes. She's all about that bass. All about that bass. But it has the musical composition of, like, a Frank Ocean, oh. which is awesome. Um, So the album's Feels came Mm -hmm. out uh, earlier this year. I think in, like, January or something. But I only got into it um, probably, like, in September. Okay. And so her album, Start to End, is, like, super great. She's done, like, um, whatchamacallit, duets with, like, Logic. Oh, I love Logic. Chris Stapleton. Um, Who else is in there? That's
0: such an eclectic amount of people. Yeah. From country to rap?
2: Country to rap. Like, she's all over the place. But, like, here's an example of one of her songs called... Hit me up with some music. Called Fool for You.
0: I like it already. It already feels like Amy Winehouse Mm -hmm. a little bit. Just hear the voice.
2: It's just, like, cool musicality, Uh, right? I think I'm already
0: hooked, to be honest. I like it so far.
1: No it's something about you Baby making me. it feels like RM,
0: like 2017 Amy Winehouse. That's what I just said. I know, that's why I'm agreeing with you.
2: So definitely check it out. It's called Feels, but okay. this is definitely from start to end you c- I listen to this whole album walking to work and then again at work and then coming home from work one day
0: that's so cool Okay, go for it so my number nine album on the list mm. it's almost called feels it's called felt by the <laughs> chain gang of 1974 <gasps> Good album this album uh, chain gang I love again it's kinda of synth pop kinda of mm-hmm. sounds like Depeche Mode as well mm-hmm. Um I always anticipate his albums I think he only has three and they always make my top 10 list mm-hmm. and this is just I think he just has such a distinct voice, and it sounds different than what people are used to listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't I play a little bit? The song's called "I Still Wonder." It's his big song off the album, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just really cool. Hold on, cool voice, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Let's just hit that chorus real quick. Anyways,
2: so what is it, the rest of the album? Is it very much like this?
0: Oh yeah, so that's it, pretty cool. And again, his album I listened from front to back.
2: So I think the crazy thing for me is is that I didn't realize that Chain Gang has been out since like 2011.
0: Uh, I actually think he has stuff since before then. Oh really? Like independent stuff? Yeah. That's bananas. Because uh. I'm
2: like, oh, I thought this was like two years ago. No. And that, well, if that's you it. remember.
0: We started listening to them, yeah, 2011 probably, like maybe even 2010. I started listening. So maybe to Maybe my life is blurring, exactly. Jesus Louise.
2: But okay, very cool.
0: Yeah. What else you got?
2: Um, let me go back to my thing. What you, got, um, what you got? Another one that might not be on your list, yeah. um, But is on mine. Um, it's something recent. Again, we at least I got introduced to it through Saturday Night Live.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but it is SZA's. Ooh, album.
0: I told you about SZA,
2: but you told me it's via Saturday Night yeah. Live.
0: I knew her because she signed to Kendrick Lamar's label. Yeah,
2: so you gave me the breakdown of it. So yeah, it's I told you like it. Album.
0: Yeah. Um. It's about Ctrl. Yeah, right? like
2: the computer.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, shortcut key. Mm-hmm. And so again, one thing what I love about all of our stuff that we listen to is that John and I listen across all genres, and I found like. My list this year is very much more like R and B, indie folk, yeah. hip hop inspired, whereas previous years was probably more like indie rock, etc. Yeah. This album, again, yeah, she's on um, Kendrick's label, Top Dog, Top T- Dog TDE Entertainment and RCA Records, but she's very like R and B, hip hop, yeah. I would say, and so a lot of album or sorry, a lot of songs on her record. Again, love them all; could listen to it seamlessly. But then there's, like, certain songs that I'm just like, oh, my God, I love this. And, like, one of them being um, Supermodel. hmm And then the other one... I, I love the one with
0: Travis Scott.
2: Like, uh, is that Pretty Little Birds?
0: No, it's, like, the first song or something.
2: If love t- Galore? Yeah. Maybe? But, yeah, like... It's such a seamless listen. And I think the weird thing was, was that like the episode of SNL when they're like SZA's, like it was James Mm. Franco's episode and like a bunch of people came out and they're like, oh, we're just here to see SZA. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is SZA? What the fuck is SZA? And then you gave me the album and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Again, another great album. I like walking in the winter too. So here, do you have a clip or do you want me to play some from Supermodel?
0: Supermodel. Let's hear
2: it. I just press pause
0: back. Okay. That is. Have control, it's a good beat. Just, you know, like, be I feel like I've just drank some scissor.
2: <laughs> but isn't it it's kinda like Snow Allegra? Yeah, it is. Like good beats.
0: Oh yeah, I do like this song. I'm
2: so picture yourself walking through the cold, <laughs> extreme cold streets of Toronto yep. in the morning. This is such a good backdrop.
0: Yeah, I agree. Pretty good.
2: So again, I didn't think I'd be like, if somebody told me like, oh, check out SZA's album. I'd be like, oh, what fucking commercial album is this? And then I listened to it. I'm like, oh, fuck.
0: Yeah. Right? You got feels. Go for it. So number eight for me, it definitely won't be on your list, mm. but I talked about him a lot this year. It's Tyler, the Creator's Flower Boy. Okay. Tyler, the Creator's super cool. He also had one of my favorite shows this year on Viceland called Nuts and Bolts, which is basically him creating different like projects and stuff. Okay. But this album, if you like Kanye West's late registration album, which mm-hmm. is his second album that has Gold Digger and Drive Slow and all those, yeah. this album sounds like that, like the beats and everything. Okay. And he makes all his own beats. He raps, he sings a little bit. Like, if you're a rapper these days, you have to sing a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because he has, like, people like ASAP, Rocky, Lil Wayne, Frank Ocean are on the album. Right. And, like I said, if you like um, Late Registration by Kanye West, you'll like mm-hmm. this album. This is one of his best songs. It's called 911. One, it features Frank Ocean. And it's just, like, a groovy beat. So, check this out. That's listen- so cool
3: yeah.
0: Watch this part <laughs> <Call me somehow. laughs> He performed this on Cole and It was one of my favorite performances So
3: cool
0: So then he raps a bit Hold on
3: give
0: mm-hmm.
3: me like that That's
4: it <laughs> cool.
0: See? Just Frank Ocean. Anyways.
2: It's so good. That's it. So... It's out of
0: number eight for me.
2: One of number eight? Yeah. Wait, have you not done a lot then? I
0: did Phoenix 10, Chain Gang 9, Tyler Crater 8. We said White Lies was 6. Oh, okay, that's so. right.
2: I was like, wait a second. So I guess the next one for me then would kind of switch gears, kind of moving out of that R&B-esque kind of world and moving into, like, English indie pop. Okay. Um, Was a band that... I used to profile a lot when I was at Blue Ant. Yeah. Uh, the XX.
0: Yeah, for so sure.
2: So their album, their new one, um, what do you it? What the hell is it called? I see you.
0: Yeah, I think right. That's
2: it. Um, <laughs> is really good again. Start to like end. Yeah. And I really like, they're like, I think it was like from a few years ago. There was like an album. I think it's called Coexist. They, they just put out a lot of songs. That sounds seemingly good together. Like, they kind of like bleed into each other. Sure. So, the one song I was obsessed with this year that stood out amongst a great, like, ensemble of songs was it's called Say Something, I think. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I love that song. You like song. that song? That song's It's awesome. like Say
2: Something Now or something. Yeah, it's great. So, here's, um, they're like an English indie pop band. They've had shit out from, like, 2010, I think. Yeah. Um, but this album has, like, A bunch of songs Brave For You Is really great I Dare You Say Something Loving That's what it's called Um, So here's this song I think it's like Their main One of their main I think it's their
0: First single yeah Before it slips away (laughs) Oh I gotta get this song I don't have it on
3: my phone Love the the voice Yeah
5: I just don't remember the of I
2: just don't remember Say something I So you get the picture, but yeah, it's absolutely like Jamie XX voice and like mm-hmm. whatever the other guy's name is. Yeah. Kinda look like um a weird version of like I think she looks like kind of like Rosie O'Donnell back in the day, (laughs) right?
0: I don't know what they look like. So,
2: but either way, they have some like great stuff and they've been like a band since like, I would say like 2008 or something. So definitely check them out. But this album is a really great standalone like pop rock album.
0: Yeah. So number seven for me, at -hmm. first I didn't like the album. Mm. uh, And then it grew on me, grew on me, and now I love it. To the point where mm-hmm. it's in my top ten and I could again listen to it front uh-huh. to back. We actually I think last time we went to Sean Tesla's they played it front to back. Yeah. So it's Gorillaz Humans. Oh. I know you like some of the singles, yeah. but you didn't love the album personally. mm I mean it's not I have a p- hate
2: like I have a love hate relationship with Gorillaz I
0: love Gorillaz. I one know of my you favorite. love. I know you love. I know you love, love Damon Albarn, wank, wank, wank. wank. <laughs> oh, comma mouth.
3: Comma? So,
0: yes, comma in my mouth.
3: Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Don't be mean to me Gorillas
0: are back The world's a better place With gorillas in there (laughs) One of their songs Definitely made my top 10 list Mm. But this is one of my other Favorite songs It's Moments With De La Soul Anytime they do a song With De La Soul It's going to be great right Yeah So here's a little bit Of De La Soul Might have to do the song Hip Hop Karaoke Clocks oh. on the wall. Talk to watch oh, I know song, yeah It's the moments like this when it's time to get It's the moments. <laughs> do, do, do. I just love the part where it goes something, 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 <laughs> something. Moments. Anyway, let's just hear one more moment. Moments. moments. Yes. One more time. <laughs> Moments.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it. So it's such a cool song. No,
2: and I, I will say, like, without like nagging on the gorillas too much, it's like they do have um, a, like.
0: Not the gorillas, gorillas. And I for chi- a chick, for a who likes, you said the gorillas. Oh, did I? And for for a <laughs> chick who loves Planet of the Apes. Oh, fuck off!
2: None <laughs> of them are monkeys. <laughs> they're gorillas. No, they're not.
0: The one guy, Rufus.
2: Oh, like like I know which one Rufus is, <laughs> right? Oh no,
0: sorry. There's a video with gorillas. <laughs>
2: See, you don't even know. Sorry, you were gorillas. saying. Um I was going to say I do think the like the musicality is really cool. Like in the fact that David Albarn has done like so much there. Pretty badass. Their show was great.
0: We had to take a quick little snack break because it is it's New Year's Eve, so we're going to finish this. We're eating some oranges and chips right now mm-hmm. and then we're going to eat some food and go out to a party. So what's next on your hit list for so, best, best album? Albums?
2: Was another one you introduced me to? Um, which you actually got me on vinyl for Christmas.
0: Ooh. Which
2: is, oh, Gilala. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't know how to say it. I don't know
2: how to say it either, but it is the solo, second solo album yeah. by William Patrick Corrigan, a.k.a. Billy Corrigan from Bre- Smashing Pumpkins. News, I was
0: going to say he went back to Billy Corrigan. Thank said, fucking
2: God. It was, like, so pretentious. It's the
0: only, pr- I mean, yeah.
2: And it's like, you're so well-known as Billy Corrigan. I know. It's like, he's come on artist. now. Whatever, he's an artiste. Um, but this album, again front to back.
3: We listened to it last night, front to back. We listened to to it
2: all through it, and it is, like, so seamless and just, like, perfect. I would say this is a really great fall album. Yeah. Um, End of fall, walking through, um, like, the mean streets of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Really good. What should I call it? Hold on. I'm just going to find the standout song for me. Sure. Um, So the definite... Um, front to back is really great it's like kind of indie folk i would say inspired just like yep. pretty like alternative ish
0: i'd just say acoustic
2: yeah acoustic yeah great way so my favorite song off it is probably aeronaut still mm-hmm. um so check this one of this one fall
1: album.
0: I like So you
2: get that. the idea. I think the one thing that I love about this album, and it kind of reminds me of like The Verve or like yeah. Richard Ashcroft-esque, sure. is it seems like it would be all the types of music I would try and play on piano or Definitely. guitar like it, it's replicable cuz it doesn't sound over comp- overproduced.
0: 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So that album goes nicely into my top 5 album. Number mm-hmm. 5 is Fleet Foxes. Ooh, which is up. definitely
2: on my list. So go for it.
0: They're one of those bands I think they take 4 or 5 years in between albums, mm-hmm. which makes me like, you know, anticipate their music so much more, but when I heard they were coming back, super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this album grew on me. It took me maybe two, three listens to like fall in love with it. Like the first two albums, their first album is still my favorite. Yeah, second <laughs> album's great. This one's just as good.
2: But I think it's like, I don't know. I I fell in love with it after we saw them in concert. Same. And so I think it's like one of those things where, when. You hear the main dude's voice from Fleet Foxes. It's, like, hauntingly good.
0: Yeah, one right? of the best voices, I it, think, in music. In
2: music. <clears throat> it's, like, crystal clear. He has such, like, a presence. Like, the songs are all, like, storytelling songs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the writing, like, the lyrics, the lyrics yeah. of each song <clears throat> are, like, that of, like, a Bob Dylan and Adam It's Like, they're just, like, really well, con- like, contrived stories
0: yeah and um one of their songs is definitely in my top 10. Mm-hmm. so here's just a random song it's one of my favorites it's called if you need to keep time on me mm-hmm. i'll fast forward a bit mm-hmm. so good if you need one of the more simple songs but Anyways, I'm gonna play more of them later, so that's my number five album mm-hmm. do you want to, do you have another one in there you can uh, throw my way um you're not gonna be happy with what nine number four is
2: oh shit um oh yeah, I do have one on there that I think it's on your list it mm-hmm. might be uh far from field is that right the far field Oh future Island
0: <sighs> future islands were number ten they got bumped off. They got bumped off. Honestly, they were they were in there. They mm-hmm. made top song, but they didn't. They just Whoa. honorable mention. Okay, honorable so mention.
2: Future Islands is basically your like all Americana band turned like accountant turned lead <laughs> singer who looks like he's forty five but acts like he's eighteen on like drugs, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. And then I think after seeing him in concert, my love for them just grew tenfold
0: yeah I agree for sure and
2: so like he kind of has like an Elton John esque yeah. voice
0: and a bit of an Elton John body
2: but then he also does this thing when he's live at concert called like he goes from like pop singing to like grunge aggressive goth rock singing yeah right and so like, yeah exactly I've been watching yeah
0: oh, I've been waiting <laughs> on you. <laughs> Which
2: is how you sing <laughs> Which was like so weird to like hear the first time ever, and so <laughs> that kind of made me fall in love with it. But then the album of Farfield Far yeah. has like that song "Ran" on it. It has "Time is on and her Side." I
0: ran. No, it's yeah.
2: "Time Time is on her Side." Yeah. Sorry. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I like that one. There's like a bunch of other songs on there that I love as, equally as much, and I think. What i like about it is that again it keeps like a seamless like beat even though there's like slower songs poppier songs right. on there but you when you walk through it like shadows it's just shadows mm-hmm. with like the chick from uh blondie
0: debbie harry debbie
2: harry um is awesome so there's like i think there's like 10 or 12 songs on that album
0: oh it's great and it's, I...
2: it's amazing like aladdin like even, like now that i'm looking at the album tracks they're all great so definitely check out that one here i'll play which one should i do because you Everyone,
0: like. i love the album front to back it just just missed the cut
2: good just missed the cut um again this is though it's like one of those things where the concert experience elevated the narrative experience um should i do which one should i do
0: do times on her side okay That baseline. The
1: sea was large today, just as any
0: day. So good. <laughs> something
1: in me, watching on the to i like been trying to
3: hide. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> So good.
0: You need it. Yeah, I get to. There we go. Time on her side. That's how he sings (laughs) at a concert. Time on her side. side.
1: (laughs) So
3: yeah,
2: definitely check out Future Islands. And then see him in concert if you get the chance. Because you'll never get a better opportunity to see, like, literally a 35-year-old accountant (laughs) look insane on stage.
0: So you might not agree with my number four choice. But like I said, everything that's on this list means I love it. Mm -hmm. Number four... Three, two, one. They could easily be interchanged, mm. uh, but number four for me is Kendrick Lamar's "Damn." What? I love this album. Are you
2: fucking serious?
0: I I love the album.
2: That's um, my number one. That's people. your number
0: number one, Kendrick. It's most people's number one.
2: Are you trying to be like OG hipster?
0: No, because when you hear my number one, it'll make sense. I okay. love the album, mm-hmm. but when I talk about songs and albums I listen to, I talk about number one more than this one. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong. I, number four is a great place. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't make it number three, two, or one because (laughs) of uh, reasons beyond my uh, experience. But everyone knows Kendrick, best rapper alive. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Maybe number four rapper alive to me. (laughs) But you know, like this, here's DNA, like. DNA. DNA.
2: So good.
0: Yeah, that's... I'll I'll just leave it at that. You'll talk more when you talk about him for number yeah. one. But fucking, I, I love the album. I love him. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say.
3: <gasps>
2: okay.
0: What else you got?
2: So then I would say, um, my next one, again, in no real particular <clears> order, but I guess when you post this, this will be in the order that it gets posted.
0: I'll do yours in no order except for number one.
2: Yeah. Um, would be Sleepwall Beast, The National.
0: Ah, yeah, that just. Just missed the cut, too, for me, to be honest.
2: So, National is, like, chamber music. Yeah. Like, rock. And so, if you like, like, San Furman, mm-hmm. um, the National is, like, of that caliber. They've had, like, a ton of albums for years and years and years. Um, we've actually never seen them in concert. No. Which is kind of unfortunate. We saw San Furman at, like, this tiny bar I tried to
0: get you tickets to the Sony Center, but it was sold out. Oh,
2: I trust me, I tried to get us tickets I and know. it was sold out. And they were like <laughs> massively expensive. For sure. Um, but, so basically the National is like five dudes, they play like chamber music, they were on um, Mindy, Project. Mindy Project. I'm just trying to find the album in my albums. One second. So I think the National also had a lot of songs off this new season of This Is Us, which mm-hmm. is why I um, started re-listening to that album, but then they were on like a lot of Spotify playlists on it. Okay. So the main signal sig- bleh, main <laughs> single off that album is The System Only Dreams in Total Darkness, which is when I introduced you to. Um, but the, my favorite song off it, which I think was my band song of the week by The Band of the Week a couple episodes ago, was Day I Die. Yeah. Um, Which is still my favorite song off the album. What I like about this album in comparison to some of the other national albums I've listened to is just, like, I feel like their musicianship, much like the Arkells, has grown. Sure. And so I thought that this album was, like, a really great nighttime album. So this is uh, Day I Die by The National, your chamber rock music.
0: Love this song.
3: You yeah it's it? awesome
2: um but I think it's also like when I think about it too the guy's voice is so distinct yeah me, it is for sure right and so it's just like I would kill to have a voice like that you do not like that yeah,
0: okay <laughs> so number three on my list I realized this is a new entry and it bumped every- so initially Kendrick was number three everything was one spot ahead mm-hmm. and that's when future islands was on my list but number three is N.E.R.D.'s, No One Ever Really Dies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, man. I do. I love Kendrick's album, but I think I love N.E.R.D.'s a little bit more. I know it's a newer album. So
2: No One Ever Really Dies? No, no One, one ever, ever, ever
0: Really Dies, which mm-hmm. is the name of the album. It's what N.E.R.D. stands for. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to them since their first album. One of my best ever buying...
2: You introduced r- me to N.E.R.D.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I've told the story before. I went When the first album came out, I think 2000 or 2001, mm-hmm. went to HM, HMV Records. They had like the listening section. Mm-hmm. I'd only know the one song Lap Dance, which mm-hmm. was a cool song, but I put the album on, listened to it, and I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And every album since then I've loved. It's almost like um like Arcade Fire, like they don't to my in my opinion, they don't put out a bad album.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And this album's especially good because every song has like different uh, beats and changes and this and that. Right. So here's just a quick song, Rollin Them Sevens featuring Andre three thousand. Like listen how good this is. Matt ethnic right now. This is a big song for your birthday party. So, so good. it starts like that and then listen where it goes. Hold, hold on. See? Anyways. Number three. It's just, I'm in love Do You think with they're going
2: to be on the voice?
0: They're on the voice finale, Ooh. which we have PBR'd.
2: And they have the song with um, Rihanna. Lemon,
0: lemon, which, which is was, so good. I'm sure it makes our um, song list as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, there's two left for me. Mm-hmm. Do you have any left?
2: Mm. My number one.
0: Okay, how about I'll... Let's leave your number one. Go. Even though we already talked about Number yeah. two for me, which might surprise you. Mm. This could be number one, but if I'm true to myself, what I listened to more this year was number one. So number two is... Pretty Girls Like Trap Music <laughs> by 2 Chain. John just
2: had the most little guy smile on him when he said it, as if he got, like, Wiz Khalifa, yeah. to, or 2 Chainz, sorry, to come in here and say, here's your album
3: of the year.
0: I've always liked 2 Chainz. I, like I said, I liked him when he was Titty Boy, because mm-hmm. I thought Titty Boy was made great music. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to grow up and mature and go from Titty Boy to 2 Chain. so there's no more Titty Boy out there. You just want to say Titty Boy five times? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... But 2 Chainz just puts out good music, mm-hmm. and he's a guy in mid-40s. He's make,
2: mid-40s? Yeah, he's an old guy. Okay.
0: Again, he's got a great show on Viceland as well.
2: Are you, like, the only person who watches Viceland this much?
0: No, I just like... And they, they're really good at finding rappers mm-hmm. to host TV shows. Like Action okay. Bronson, 2 Chainz, Tyler, mm-hmm. the Creator.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: His album, From f- Front to Start... You were skeptical, but we got on. you got it for me on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I played it for you from start to back. I did like you think? It when
2: you were playing it and I didn't realize it was Two Chains. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is this? And then you're like, oh, I have your record on that you got me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, this fuck. is good.
0: So here, let me just play a little bit. This is 4AM featuring Travis Scott by Two Chains. Mm-hmm. The beats are so good on this. Yeah
5: Damn right bro 4am I'm just getting started For my birthday I threw me a surprise party, party. reminiscing about the trap playing the first car My life changed when I had
0: my first daughter
5: Got my first quarter
0: flipping 50k and laugh then... by surprise See I never did it before pop
3: and Damn so please believe
4: I Hit the light chorus. Chorus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> This part's good. Anyways, okay. so that's two chains.
2: I, I will give it. It yeah. does have good beats. I
0: know it has got good beats, and mm-hmm. that's half half the battle right mm-hmm. there. Do you want me to just do my number ones, and then you can? Yeah. So number one for me, which came out basically on Christmas Day last year, so it didn't it couldn't make the list last year. Yeah. But it is RTJ three Run oh. the Jewels with Run the Jewels three. So good. Like. As much as I love Kendrick and 2 Chains, mm-hmm. I listen to Run the Jewels more than those albums and N.E.R.D. Did it, the
2: concert experience enhance where this album sat with you?
0: No, because I, I remember distinctly Christmas Day, mm-hmm. listening to the album in my bedroom in my parents' house, being like, holy shit, this is like the best album I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And it made me, like, the concert obviously made me like it even more. But, like, it didn't change. Like, I liked it the same we amount. We saw that
2: concert in January, didn't we?
0: January or February. Fuck like,
2: me. Come yeah.
0: Um, they just make, I just like it again, too, because they are two guys in, like, their mid-40s mm-hmm. who had, like, some success, but now they're just, like, so much bigger. Yeah. And um, here's just, like... Um,
2: and we saw them at the Danforth Music Hall, but they could do, like, definitely... Like, ACC. ACC styles.
0: Cures... I don't know, how about I just play um, a little bit of Legend Has It.
5: Anyway,
2: I'm
0: I'm a sucker for rappers who go back and forth
3: and stuff. Oh
2: yeah, and they just have... They like, have such good chemistry. They have a good chemistry on stage. Like it, w- that show was fucking fierce. Yeah,
3: so, and it
2: would definitely rival best concerts. I think this year, if we didn't have, I think we have the no- same number one. Yeah,
0: so we'll we'll get into that next. Mm-hmm. But so you're number one. You already mentioned it, but
2: okay. So this album, which is probably like everyone's favorite album of the year, so it is number
0: con- <laughs> number one on most lists. Was Kendrick number two on most lists? Was was SZA? Oh, really? Uh, everything at Pitchfork, Rolling Stone. Vulture, It was number two was always SZA, number one was mm-hmm. Kendrick.
2: So, okay. <laughs> so, Damn, like, as damn. an album by Kendrick Lamar is so fucking good, right? Mm. Like, I remember the first time you played Humble, Humble? for me yeah. was awesome. The first time you played Triple X was, for me, was outstanding. Loyalty, amazing.
0: You just love DNA because of Don Cheadle rapping in it. Yeah,
2: but Duckworth was hilarious. Duckworth. It's hilarious. (laughs) Duckworth
0: isn't a hilarious story, though.
2: It's not hilarious.
0: It's about his manager. Kendrick Lamar's dad was going into the store, was going to rob and kill this guy, Mm -hmm. and he didn't. And that guy who he didn't kill turned Mm -hmm. out to be his manager of TDE. Oh. So if Kendrick killed him, he wouldn't be here right now.
2: That's not good. No, so
0: why is it hilarious? <laughs> no,
2: stop it, John. So, okay, do you remember when... It's a funny um, name.
0: And do you know Duckworth is his last name?
2: Yes, I did know that. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> I okay, there are a few things in life that I remember distinctly in terms of, like, really? music and sports. I remember the day you called me
3: to uh, tell me that... Day, huh?
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to say it with you. The day I called you to tell you that the Toronto Blue Jays Blue, traded for... Ford. T- david price
2: so excited and like my bone shifted again like (laughs) i was so excited i literally stopped working to read this text and was just like over the moon about it yeah but
0: now he's a fuck boy
2: definitely he's a fuck boy now but in my heart he will always (laughs) be here for like the spring summer he was only
0: here for like two and a half months 100 percent. and he
2: rode a scooter and ate some popcorn and like saved my life and the
0: guy wins 10 games loses one game Mm. what game do we go to the one game he lost
2: so rough the other thing I remember this year is when you actually sent me The Heart Part 4
3: yes, by Kendrick Lamar,
2: yep. and I was like, oh my god, He's this song back. goes everywhere. It is fucking outstanding. Yeah. Then you gave me Humble, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh my oh, god, man. this song is even better, and it goes everywhere. So this album in its entirety is like the best beats, mm-hmm. the best rhymes to me. I actually just like the fact that every song has such edge to it
3: oh 100
2: 100 edge it's like pretty topical i would say without being like overtly talking about like trump and like etc yeah kendrick lamar said he would like didn't want to give him any more publicity but like it, it's so fucking good honestly uh, and as like as it stacks with the rest of them like good kid mad city would probably still be my favorite same here same here but like this is like a pretty quick yeah. second They're all
0: un- it's like he's he's on a Kanye West streak where yeah. he, every album he puts out is great.
2: and it's always different. like I would say it's yeah, it's like true. Good Kid Mad City was like an amazing like it was first more run. like it was
0: more like West Coast beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. second album Pimp a Butterfly Butterfly more jazzy,
2: which is so cool though that like this yeah. is your like return from jazz like for sure. I don't know how he does it like i'm I'm just I'll be so pissed off if he doesn't win like best Grammy for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So do you want to go... We got two categories left. Yeah. We'll do, we do. can do the concerts pretty quickly and then just get into songs mm-hmm. and end this thing. So why don't we get into what this is, the best concert of 2017.
1: Best concert of the year.
0: Let's get it. So do you have a favorite concert of the year? I do. Since we, we went to the exact same concert, <laughs> you just you can maybe just tell me if yeah, you agree yeah. with my order and stuff. I'm just going to kind of blow through this a little bit. We didn't bit.
2: do... We did a lot of concerts this year, but I don't I think most of these are actually I, just all the concerts. I we think saw. so I might
0: be missing one or two yeah. like i I didn't put July talk on there. no, I mean, I don't really like them. Yeah, they were fine. I just didn't like yeah. them. So number ten and nine interchange, but it's number ten's Dewey Brothers, totally. and number nine's Chicago because they perform they did the same show that yeah. night. Yeah. You, we can agree, Chicago's better than Doobie 100%. Brothers. 100%. Doobie yeah. Brothers are still fun, though, totally. right?
2: I would probably put Chicago where, like, probably number five okay. or s- f- six.
0: Okay, fair uh-huh. enough. I liked it. Uh-huh. It was just a fun summer night to go out and totally. see a uh, great concert. Number eight for me, which was tough. It's Wilco at Massey Hall. Yeah. The only reason why they're so high is because the audience sucked. See, this and, is the and problem he, though. And Jeff Tweedy uh. called them out, right? Jeff
2: Tweedy called them out. Toronto sucks, especially Toronto at Massey Hall sucks and, for concerts.
0: And I looked at the set list. He did two nights in Toronto. The better night was the night we weren't there. In my, he had better songs. I liked more the second night. Yeah.
2: So. I think it's it's so hard. Like, I don't. Toronto audiences are so fucking hit or miss, man
0: number seven though mm-hmm. would be future islands there they are at yeah. danforth music hall like so it's, good even making them number seven was pretty tough yeah the only reason why they're so high is because there's a few songs that they didn't play either which i was kind of disappointed about mm-hmm. but their stage presence musicality yeah. audience was great
2: i think this is the thing and this is how i would rate like our top concerts of the year <laughs> There's like that barometer where it's like we had good concerts, and then there's a giant gap of space because then there were amazing concerts. Well,
0: basically, from five down, it's like amazing, amazing concerts. Amazing
2: concerts. And like what makes an amazing concert is like the musicality is outstanding, hits for days. They're like showmanship is awesome. The Toronto crowd is awesome. Yeah. Right? And so to me, it's like there's above the line and below the line. Yeah. So Future Islands for me would have been above the line because right. the crowd was so good. Okay, hmm.
0: The next one was Gorillas number six mm-hmm. at ACC. Mm-hmm. They were great, and they would have been top three if they played All uh, their hits. Feel, yeah, they they didn't play Feel Good Inc. They didn't play um, a bunch of their big, big... And nobody came out. And f- when they did Clinique's with the chick who wrapped it, changed the lyrics.
2: I know, which is not... They'd be it, below the line for yeah, me. Yeah,
0: it was still great, but... Mm-hmm. What separates them from two and six is the song selection. Totally. Number five for me Mm -hmm. is Fleet Foxes at Massey Hall.
2: So good. Thank fucking God we saw that show.
0: Again, the crowd kind of sucked.
2: Crowd kind of sucked, but they were like...
0: But they were so fierce. Like, this top five down could all be number one.
2: I think what's crazy about, like... it, It might be Massey Hall. Maybe that's why they're doing a renovation there. Yeah. But it's like... When you have a seat You have to Like people just get lazy In the audience Yeah And I think it's like You know It takes a lot for a musician Of that caliber To perform that long And that mm-hmm. cleanly And like Fleet Foxes Were fucking fierce For sure I would actually argue They were better than Wilco
0: They were and, That's why I yeah. put They definitely and were so
2: I don't know It was just so magical
0: Number four would have been number one if we had better seats.
2: You didn't it, like our bougie people sitting beside us.
0: So you can tell me if, uh, if where you put these. guys. No, I agree. Kendrick Lamar to me number four at ACC. Yeah. If we that's were on true. the floor or closer. Yeah. It's a different show. It's just we just happened to have bad seats because we it was sold out. It was like, sold
2: out. I literally like you and I were trying to get seats and somehow I ended up getting seats.
0: But, but having said that, like, he was unbelievable. He was
2: unbelievable. I think it's just the next time we see him, I'd rather be in a pit.
0: Oh, yeah, or, for sure. Or,
2: like, in front of him. Yeah. Okay.
0: Number three was number one last year. Mm-hmm. So your
2: three would be my number two.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Ar- or sorry, Arkells is number three at Molson Amphitheater.
2: Such an amazing, with July Talk.
0: With July Talk. But July Talk doesn't make my yeah. list. I just don't like them They were good Yeah but
2: John doesn't like July Talk Which is a great Can- Canadian Like alternative band I like them a lot
0: So you could say Arkell's It was basically The same show As Massey Hall Just a different just, It was a bigger venue It was still unbelievable
2: Max I, from the lead singer Ended he, up being behind us At one point point. And he
0: we waved to him Before the show Remember
2: Hold your phone I waved oh, to him Okay I didn't then wave he either he waved back am like oh. Max just waved to me And then you right. and Sean Waved to him
0: Okay okay but they're so good. Like, you have to see them live. I'll now mm-hmm. see them every time they come to 100%. Toronto. Their song selection's great. Stage presence. Like, he can rock a yeah. big stadium now. So They,
2: they cool. totally own it. I feel like they are going to be the new Tragically Hip for Canada. So th-
0: they were number two for you? Yeah. So does that mean my number two is your number three? Yeah. This was tough. I wanted to make R- these guys. T-J. I wanted to make them number R- one. TJ. But Run the Jewels at Danforth Music Hall. like So good. How cool is that? That they played the Danforth. We saw a lot of good bands at Danforth.
2: Uh, Danforth is my favorite venue in the city. Yeah.
0: But these guys could and should be playing the Air Canada Center.
2: I'm kind of glad they didn't. No, of course I'm glad yeah. they didn't.
0: But, like, their stage presence, their okay. jokes, their raps, their... every Like, it's a, pr- 10, out of a 10 out of 10 perfect concert. Yeah. Unbelievable.
2: And we also, like... I didn't know what to expect the last show of, like... No. I don't... Yeah. We never saw them before this, have we?
4: Nope. nope. And so,
2: like, this was outstanding... But it really was, like, the crowd energy was, like, out of control. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was just, oh, yeah. like, the so dancing. So many happy white like, hipsters like, Holy like me. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so does
0: that mean we have the same number one? We do. So you have the honors, then.
2: So our number one concert of 2017 was Arcade Fire Everything Now Tour.
0: <laughs> it's got a lot. There was a lot stacked up against the show. First of all, it was at the ACC. We avoided seeing them because we uh-huh. saw them at Danforth Music Hall seven years ago. At
2: a secret show before they released The Suburbs.
0: So here we are being like, oh, we're going to go see them at a stadium. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We're
2: very anti we, it. we
0: didn't love the new album. Yeah. But I really wanted to see them live because I wanted to see some of the Reflector songs.
2: And I had already had a very Arcade Fire-centric summer. But yeah, you
0: kept seeing them everywhere. I kept
2: everywhere. seeing them in Montreal everywhere. <laughs> so.
0: so this show was above and beyond my expectations. 100%. Just like... If Run the Jewels was a perfect concert, this was a perfect concert plus ten points. Yeah, like,
2: there. Okay, so they had like a boxing theme.
3: Yeah, and it, so like
2: okay, I I guess take it a step back. The Everything Now album as a standalone. Yeah. It sounded very, like, disco 70s ABBA-inspired.
0: I like it better now that I've seen them in concert. Exactly. But it's probably my least favorite album by them. Exactly. Which, I mean, every album's so good, so it's not a bad totally. thing. It's just.
2: But again, it's not on our list. It
0: didn't make it on our list either. Which was, yeah. And it's
2: also, like, not part of our favorite songs of the year. No. And so the other thing that the Arcade Fire did really weirdly was that they put out this whole, like, marketing scheme around Yeah,
0: which a lot of people didn't like.
2: So I think that also added to, like, the, like an- not animosity that's like too strong but just like the lower ranking of that album just mm-hmm. like it didn't sit well R. K. fire on the flip side is like again one of canada's like flagship bands now yeah like the arkells and they have fiercely put on great stadium shows in like the bell center in montreal
3: yeah
2: right we've never seen them in toronto play a big venue and so when we got to this show they had like the same weird marketing stuff going on but then their overall theme and setup for the stage was, like, a boxing-inspired yeah. theme, which was super cool. The guy, the main guy, comes into the audience and, like, sings with his wife mm-hmm. Regina in the audience. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, I don't know, they just have, like, crazy amazing stage presence, yeah, all for of
0: sure. them. 100%.
2: Like... Yeah.
0: No, I agree with everything you said. It's just I will now again go see them every time they come back.
2: Hundred percent. And they were so like appreciative of being in Toronto. Yeah. So like that made it nice too, because you think like sometimes like Montreal bands can be like pretty stodgy against Toronto, but For they sure. were like really good about it. And I was like, fuck when the show <laughs> ended, I'm like, let's get tickets to tomorrow. I know show. we we
0: would have gone back the next day to go see them. So if good. we Alright, so those are our top concerts of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's end this strongly with mm-hmm. our top ten songs of 2017
1: absolutely I love
0: that I love that I love that
1: yeah those are my favorite songs of 2017
0: okay do you have a top 10 or like you have a number one right yeah do you want to start do you want me to start what do you, you
2: start we'll go one for one
0: okay so this one was definitely top. there's so many good songs mm. number 10 for me see if it's on your list it's they made it on the songs on album's Future Islands, mm-hmm. featuring Debbie Harry with Shadows. <laughs> shadows. It's just shadows. shadows.
2: I think the weird thing is, is that, okay, and I said this to you before, top songs of the year don't necessarily have to come from an album no, that we like. Because not. it was very much like certain songs, I guess, listened to a bunch this year yeah. and absolutely loved them. And if I heard them again right now, I'd be like, oh, let's listen to it in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Almost... of the songs I've picked are not part of my album list. Okay. Or do I own the album?
0: Yeah, fair enough.
2: So go for it.
0: So that was my number 10. Okay. Why don't you tell me? My
2: next one would be Always in Undertow. Do you know that one?
0: No, play it for me. So they're like an indie rock band. They're an indie
2: rock band. They they kind of have blossomed a lot this year, I would say, more so. Mm -hmm. Their 2014 album was like pretty big and that's the one where it was like marry me archie That song i right. was playing yep. on um, man seeking woman okay one second
0: yeah no I, I definitely like some of their songs for sure Ugh, I'm, I'm not going to play every song off my list no? here just some some certain ones like um the next one i won't play because everyone will know the song which is uh cool, cool. you ready there mm-hmm. let's see what you got loaded up on apple music yo like that shit
2: remember the band The Concrete?
0: Mm, no.
3: The Always reminds me of The Concrete,
4: the concrete
0: <laughs> Yes. Cool indie indie voice.
2: I like it. So that was the song I listened to. I actually heard this for the first time on Spotify. Cool. And then on like one of those indie rock playlists, and then I got really obsessed with it, and then mm-hmm. I downloaded it off Apple Music. For sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Next on my list, we just talked about them. Their album didn't make it, but they were number one concert. Go. It is everything now by Arcade Fire. Really? I love that song. It might not, I, might not be your favorite. I just, I just love it. Okay. I think it's great. Okay. I think okay, most people. Okay, okay. I'm not okay. going to even play it because I think most people know the song. But I just think it's so much fun. And that was my favorite song at the concert that night. That's ah. how I knew it more than "Wake Up," more than "Neighborhood Sorry. Light."
2: Sabotage. Sorry. You're
0: gonna play me some <laughs> songs, things that made me go. ah. <laughs> Anyways, that I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It's a dope song.
2: I guess my next song would be. I don't think it made your list, but it was definitely an impressionable song this year. Set. Uh But it's an older song, but it re-dropped this year because of Thirteen Reasons Why. Okay. Um. Yep. So most
3: depressing song ever. The most depressing things song that made me ever. Go, ah. <laughs>
2: Um, but it's Lord Huron's The Night We Met, which was off an album, like, from four years ago. Again,
3: good for the winter. Yeah,
0: it's a great song. It's, I love the song. Lyrics, voice, perfect.
3: It's
0: a beautiful song.
2: Seriously?
0: (laughs) What? It's a long intro.
2: You guys may remember this where Hannah and the dude were um, dancing dancing in the school gym because that was the only thing he wanted to ask her out on a date. Mm -hmm. Aww.
0: Aww. I dig ya. So
2: definitely have listened to this song a ton and it rekindled my love for it because of 13 Reasons Why. Definitely. Mm
0: Mhm. So we've talked about these guys a few times. They made our best albums list and we played some music already, but it is White Lies Is My Love Enough. I don't know if they made your list. Or, like, song-wise. But like we said, we were obsessed with, like, five of their songs. I, we played one of them earlier. Mm-hmm. You get the idea. Synth, pop, uh, 80s, all that good stuff. So they're number eight with Is My Love Enough by White Lies. I like that. What else you got for me?
2: So this is... Okay, so one of my favorite things to do in the morning, when I'm not listening to our own podcast, ah. as, like, a walking podcast or... Uh, an album that John downloaded for me Is yeah. to stream the curated daily Playlist off Apple Music Okay, And then sometimes I definitely Prefer doing like not like One off artists but it very much is like A bunch of curated artists that they just put Together <sighs> mm-hmm. a playlist but one song And one artist off of My chill Zone playlist <laughs> on Apple Music Is by this artist called Dua Lipa have you nope. heard of her? Nope The song is called Homesick. Um, She's kind of like she's super young first of all right but um like hauntingly indie rock i would say okay um so here hold on let me get it i'm sure you know this song
0: not as yet
3: i don't know this Mm
2: -hmm. I think she started as a YouTube artist and then became a singer, she got like discovered off of YouTube. That's cool. So, Dua Lipa.
0: Dua Lipa. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Alright, so next for me, these Mm -hmm. guys had the number one album for me, it's Run the Jewels. Okay. And this again songs were probably my hardest list was top 10 songs because mm-hmm. there's obviously more songs and albums and yeah. movies and this and that and if i had to pick one song from run the jewels from the new album it's it ended up being hey kids boom i a featuring danny brown ah like, listen
2: to i this do kid. like danny brown
0: hey kids this song was so good at the concert series. it
2: was good and
0: they rap so fast let's just listen to a bit of killer mike you ready? Mm.
5: This is so crazy!
0: <laughs> no, it is! It's so, so good! <laughs>
5: anyways,
0: it's, uh, I miss these guys. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: But anyways, it was tough, but that's how hard the list was. They ended up being number uh, 7 yeah. with the Run the Jewels.
2: So I guess my song off featuring Run the Jewels would have been DJ Shadow featuring yes. Run the Jewels. Nobody speak.
0: I'm surprised that's not your number one song.
2: It's okay. So it's like, up there. I know. It's, it's definitely up there, and my list is in no particular order outside of number one. Yeah. But like, I was obsessed and yes, still am are. with this song, mainly for the Charlie Brown like name drops in it. But like, the beat is fucking fierce, and yeah. then like, just the actual like actual lyrics. Yeah, are everything nuts.
0: about it. they're just such a good band. So yeah, like,
2: the musicality is fucking amazing. Yeah. Do so, you want to play any of that or?
0: Yeah. Kay.
2: Okay. I know, I'm getting so slow at this. I'm getting tired. Speed's
0: so good. Any your favorite is I'm, I'm a, a bag of dicks. Of dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your lips. I
5: am sick. I will punch a of baby bear in his shake. Give me lift. I will send you to the yard. Get a stick. Make a switch. I can end the conversation real quick. I am cracked. I am lion. Kick a lion in his
2: crack. I'm the sheep. This song is like the best to drive. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. It's so good. But the bass and the guitar is still <laughs> really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get sick of this song either.
2: Not at all.
0: A lot of Run the Jewels on this, this year's list.
2: You're Run the Jewels.
5: You want to hear
0: a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked.
2: So that song is like fucking crazy good.
0: Well, um, We're, yeah. No, I was going to say, if we're going from one good rap song, Go. your boy 2 Chainz. 2 Chainz. And if you know me, the only two rappers I love more than 2 Chainz has got to be Gucci Mane and yeah. Quavo. So if you oh. put Gucci Mane and Quavo and 2 Chainz on one song, what you get is Good Drink. <laughs>
3: yeah. And what you get is
0: my favorite 2 Chainz song of the year.
3: Like Listen to this, this piano. Oh so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh, listen to this piano beat.
3: I've heard it a lot.
2: You play it a lot.
0: Yeah. Oh fuck. Hold on.
5: Sorry. Wait, I had that pack on me.
0: True. Dog. You Anyways, Very good go. Two chains.
2: Two chains.
0: What else you got there? So
2: the next song I would have on here this one may be controversial. Okay. So I absolutely love Taylor Swift's 1989 whoa, whoa, album. Whoa, 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 okay. whoa.
0: Okay. Sorry, you love her 1989 album. Okay. Absolutely
2: love it. I so love Ryan So you're going to put 1989 Adams. on here? No, I absolutely loved Ryan Adams' cover was, of 1989. That was your
0: number one album last year.
2: 100%, and I would still listen to it today, um, and I still do. However, Taylor Swift had a really rough year this year, I would say, in the news. Yes. And so I also think it's like, Her trajectory of, like, where her career is going, I'm not as a fan of. Like, I find, like, the musicality of it isn't the greatest. And a lot of the stuff now she's putting out sounds like it could be, like, Britney Spears via, like, like the circus era of Britney Spears. For sure. And so her Look What You've Made Me Do album or whatever the fuck it's called.
0: I don't even know what it's called. I don't know what it's
2: called. I don't like that album at all. However, the Ready Ready For It song... Off the oh, Taylor Swift you're album, ready for it. Oh, right? You're
0: ready for it. <laughs> it.
2: Is possibly one of my favorite songs. Probably to walk to work to, yeah, because it's like pretty good beats in it and it has sure. a good energy. Fair.
0: I'll give you that, right? I'll and give so
2: that. while I don't like her album,
0: you can like a song and I the like album. I like the
2: song "Ready for It."
0: I don't even think you need to play it because everyone no, knows everyone the song. Everyone knows that song. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So here's my top five. Mm-hmm. Number five, it's Fleet Foxes. So good. And, uh, Lord of May. No. <gasps> on Another Ocean. Ooh. Because much like the NRD, NERD album, the beat changes a lot. And so uh, this is my favorite song. I'm going to play the last half when mm. the beat changes and just listen to this.
2: All oh, its
3: part's so over. Yeah. To. Anyway. I
0: you... The beat didn't change because I had queued it up to oh, okay. I should have done it, the <laughs> transition, but I'm getting like, tired. The
2: music didn't change.
0: So that was my number five song. Mm-hmm. You got anything else you...
2: um. So my song from Fleet Foxes was 3rd of May. Which is, which is their single. Is their single off of it. And it, it's fucking fierce. Um, you want me to play it yeah.
3: some
0: of it? yeah Here,
2: half I just want to see them again. Yeah, I know. Um, And then, are you all the way up to your number one now?
0: No, i got four left.
2: Okay, yeah, because I was like, I have four left. Yeah. Okay, so my next song on my list mm-hmm. would be by The Bleachers, who some of you may know from Fun Fame mm-hmm. slash Lena Dunham fame, mm-hmm. is the main producer guy from there, Jack... What's the name? Aronoff. Aronoff or whatever. Aronoff. Um, he did a, a spin off band called The Bleachers, and their first album had one of my favorite <laughs> songs off it. You're
0: sure, it's The Bleachers?
2: Isn't it? I doesn't matter. I don't I'm know. I think you. it's bleach Well, it's Bleachers, <laughs> not spelled like the other band Bleachers. It's B-L-E. Two Bleachers? Yeah, Bleachers. Yeah, John. There's Bleachers Sorry. from the 90s who are oh. like aggressive rock spelled B L E E C H E R S. Okay. This is Bleachers B L E A C H E R S. So anyway, their first album, mm. I really, really liked one song off of it, Roller Coaster.
3: Okay. Which is yeah.
2: awesome. This album, I don't like a lot of songs off of it, but there's two songs, but this one that I like but there's one song I absolutely love, yeah, and it's called Don't Take the Money. Yeah, you
0: play it all the I time. I play it
2: all the time. And I think I, there's the day that I discovered this album, <laughs> I listened to that song about 30 times in a row, right. not exaggerating one bit. Um, hold on a second. Let me get it. Like I would love to do this song with the band
3: For sure, you should do it Stay late in my dreams On the plate Different sides of the bed will your eyes, shake my head Now we're stuck in the storm We were born to ignore And all I like got is a, a chance,
5: chance To
2: just say Very cool. So that is definitely one of my claim to fames this year. I love it. You go.
0: So this was tough. The top four were really tough. Number four for me, "Humble" by Kendrick Lamar. Ah! I I'll leave it. I'm not gonna play it. Everyone knows it. I'm just gonna. I'm sure you'll talk about it later. Number four, Kendrick Lamar's "Humble." What you got?
2: (sighs) Okay, my number three is NERD's "Lemon."
0: Fuck! They didn't even make my list. What? I think it's. The, I left them. Here is what I did. I left them off because they made top three albums, and instead of NERD, I put Future Islands on. Oh. NERD, any song from Lemon or from NERD could be on there, but yeah, Lemon is oh. so dope.
2: It's so good, and I think I think what I love it is that Rihanna's part is so unexpected, but she also has like the best lines in it. Yeah, um, but it, yeah, it's, she's a
0: dope rapper. She's too. a
2: dope rapper, but like, if you guys haven't listened to like that album yet, it's so good. Don't Do It might have also been yeah, on it. Yeah, Don't like, Do It. I could, if don't, I could do like do Lemon it. slash Don't Do It slash like the song Rolling UK, in sevens. Yeah, it, it would have been awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. So number three for me mm. is Gorilla's Andromeda okay. featuring Big Baby Drum.
2: Yeah. I only think of Blue Mountain when I hear that song.
0: <laughs> it's just I love the voice. I love the beat. Mm-hmm. Just listen to this and you'll see why it's number three. I'll play like two mm-hmm. seconds. You get hooked from the very first second. How dope is this? And and I only like,
2: think of you doing this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Water. A blue Mountain. <laughs> and this. <laughs> okay.
0: oh, I still don't get sick of this song. I listen to this song every day, at least once a day. Do you? Yeah, every day. How good is this? Your heart now, Anyways... It's fucking dope. It is dope. So what's number two for you?
2: So number two, and I had to think hard about this. Number two is a song that is pretty commercial at this point. I've used it in a lot of work for work mm-hmm. um, as, like, the music bed playing behind different projects. And it's also been featured in, like, Samsung stuff, like installations outside and everything. It's gotten a lot of airplay. Mm. It's Calvin Harris's slide.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that song's so good.
2: It's so good. It should have been that, on my like,
0: list, too. This
2: is the thing. When As soon as I heard that song, I absolutely loved yeah, it. so And then I used it in so many things and I'm that so, I'm like... I'm
0: sorry, who's on the song slide with...
2: Well, Frank Ocean. And
0: who else? Time to see the...
2: Migos! Migos! So,
3: Best any, band ever.
2: Anyways, but this song is so awesome. I actually like a bunch of Calvin Harris songs. Yeah, same here. Um, but yeah, this the slide song to me this year was like a standout hit.
0: Okay, so number two for me, mm. I I would love this as kind of a goof, but I would love this song to be like at our wedding, like our first dance song. Okay. So it's See You Again by Tyler, the Creator. No. This again, this is a song It was almost number one, but okay. I, c- I couldn't because if I was true to myself and I tell you what number one is, you'd yeah. be like, obviously. But I listen to this song. If I listen to Andromeda once a day, mm-hmm. I listen to this song twice a day. No but listen to this. Just picture us, our first dance. Okay. Not that part, but this part. <laughs> right? Slow dancing. Okay? Okay. Remember his album reminds me of Kanye West's late registration. See? We're slowly dancing, right? Hold on.
2: I'm worried about what the hold on for.
0: People be like, okay, it's a little different, but I can see this as a first dance. And then wait for it. When you cross my mind. It's a good good lyric.
3: It's coming up.
0: (sighs) Ready for it. Sorry. Nice, right?
2: Yeah. Does it blow up at
0: all? Oh, yeah. It's going to blow up in like rock shit out like run to jewel style so we sl- start slow dancing then when it kicks in we start fast dancing to it
3: it's good right yeah
0: okay here it is
3: i said
2: is this the brush out?
3: Yeah.
2: This
3: is not <laughs> okay. Well, that's number so
2: two for me. See you again by Tyler <laughs> the Creator. Okay. Um. Okay. So number one.
0: Yeah. Number one.
2: Number one for me shouldn't come as a surprise, no. but it definitely is very similar to that best album of the year by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. It would be the song "Humble." Of course. By Kendrick Lamar, and yeah. the reason being is that one best beat. When I got so excited when I heard the song like initially this summer and like i don't know yeah. it just like every part of this narrative still stays consistent best for me best
0: beat ever best lyrics best ever Lyrics
2: like best Everything. like freeze. like sit down be, be humble, humble. Yeah. like we taught my three-year-old niece that line yeah
0: there's so many <laughs> my left stroke just went viral,
2: viral. <laughs> right i'm so sick of the photoshop
0: exactly and so I'm, i feel bad i would play this as number one song mm-hmm. at the end of the podcast but we've already made this band of the week oh, okay. so we can't play it again we can't do it again because we've never re-
2: done things twice we just have to pick Johnson.
0: well because I haven't played this song on oh, the band of the okay. week so if you had to guess what my number one anything else you want to say about Kendrick
2: no it's that he should be everyone's number yeah, one yeah he
0: should be <sighs> so mine but if, if you know me what song if I okay if I listen to uh, it's gonna
2: be Migos yeah it's Migos celebrations not
0: no, that's Post Malone. Oops. Congratulations. Yeah. I listen to Migos' Bad and Bougie yeah. five times a day, every day, for 365 Giants days didn't a week. did even
2: drink that much glasses
3: of water.
0: <laughs> every single day, I listened. to... What are you doing over there? You sabotaged me. Yeah. Oh. Every single day, I listen to Bad and Bougie. It's the best song ever, off of their album, Culture. Migos, it's just like such a weird song. Yeah. But it's so good. Like again, it's because of the beat.
3: Mm-hmm. But it's like
0: my bitch is a bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with an oozy. Bow. In the <laughs> first lyric, oh shit. Woo. Did woof, they say crock pot in it? Something about a crock pot. But yeah, the fact that they like that part. I like that they're cooking up dope with an oozy gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy, but
2: And only at our friend Lori and Nanooz's wedding did it play. <laughs> that's
0: because I requested it. I
2: know. <laughs> but everyone was Everyone so was happy. going crazy for it. Okay.
0: So that's my top song it's of that 2017. The, yeah. That, that's what we're going to play at the you end. Do you think
2: here. they'll win best rap album this year?
0: Uh, I don't know.
2: Because they could give best album overall to Kendrick.
0: Kendrick could get best album of the year, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then give Migos best. Best
0: rap album. Yeah. I bet you Jay-Z will win best rap Ew. album. Ew, 444? Four, four, four? Yeah, 444. F- yeah, give it to the old 50-year-old Gross. who's out of touch, who's cheating on Beyonce, like, fuck you. Fuck you. you well, know, Migos is the future, because it's time to see the...
2: Migos!
0: All right, this podcast is two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's
2: so, probably stuff you can edit. No, nah, I'm not
0: taking anything out.
2: Oh, okay. So <laughs> uh, what
0: I will do is I will end it right now.
2: But I think this ends, uh, you know, even though we're in Trump's America, in yeah. Justin Trudeau's Canada, yeah. I think this year has been awesome. Yeah, it's great. Pulp culture, TV, music, not so much movie-wise, I would say but pretty we're looking forward to 2018 yeah all things entertainment to give you a rundown on for sure um but yeah i liked our list this year
0: i thought it was a lot of fun our best subs are always a little bit they always hover around two hours anyways as they should be because we're talking about five major categories so totally and but, if i take anything out, it's gonna be about you calling me a fuck boy
2: <laughs> yeah right yeah i keep that in. um what you're gonna call it but i think this is one of those things if you agree with us Tell us. If you don't agree with us, tell us. And we would love to know what you guys loved about 2017.
0: So check out the Facebook page. We'll post the list on our WordPress. You can go read, leave comments, and everything. Absolutely. So the song of the year by the band of the year is Migos featuring Little Uzi Vert with Bad and Bougie. So let's give it a listen.
2: Happy New Year, everyone.
0: So uh, all the ways to get in contact with your ass.
2: Check out uh, Val Gomez 23 on both Instagram and Twitter.
0: And shout out to your special cover art for this week. You, oh have yeah. t- you better post it tomorrow.
2: I have to post it. I almost want to post it today.
0: Post it today. I already right, emailed it yeah. to you. And follow your boy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Malincamp and Facebook.com slash Live605. So until next year, Ooh. I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Time to see the...
3: Neato's.
4: Bad. Cooking up, though, with a oozing My niggas is savage, ruthless We got 30s and 100 rounds, too My bitch is bad and bad Cooking up, though, with a oozing My niggas is savage, ruthless We got 30s and 100 rounds, too All set Woo, 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 woo Records on records, got backers some backers, I'm riding around in a coupe. I take your bitch right from you. you, bitch I'm a dog. Hey. Beat the whole walls loose, hey. hopping the floor. Woo. I tell that bitch to come comfort me. me, I swear these niggas is under me. Hey. The hate and the devil keep jumping me, me. bankrolls on me keep me company. Hey, we did the most, most. yeah. Up and goes, yeah. My diamonds are choker, <laughs> holding a fire with no holster. <laughs> Read the ruler, diamond cooler, cooler. This a rolling, not a mula, hey. dabbing on them like the usual. Damn, magic with the brick do voodoo, magic, courtside with a bad bitch. bitch. Then I send the bitch through Uber. Go, I'm young and rich and plus I'm bougie. Hey. I'm not stupid, so I keep the oozy. I <laughs> on records, get back at some back and so my money making my back, baby. Wow. You niggas got a low act rate. Right. We from the north, yeah, that way. No, Fat cookie blunt in the ashtray. Cookie. Two bitches just now. Nice those smash smash. Hop in the lem have a drag race smash. i let them burst take a bath bath. Hey. Raindrop, drop top drop top smoking no cookin the hot box Cookie. fuckin on your bitch here, that 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 Cooking up dope in the crock pot pot. We came from nothing or something, nigga. Hey. I don't trust nobody to grip the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me your river, give you a tissue. My t- hey. bad and boozing. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Ka. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up with the dope with a oozy My niggas are savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Four
5: four, I'm dropping muddy out of space. Kid, cut. Introduce me. Yo, bitches your bitch's wifey, and we know she slutty Broke a brick down, nutty, butty, now that nigga ducky it Don't move too fast, I might shoot you, Draco bad and bougie. I'm always hanging with shooters. Might be posted somewhere secluded. Still be playing with pots and pans, Call me Quavo rather Tulip. Run with that set, call me Boobie. When I'm on stage, show me Boobies. Ice on my neck on the coolest. How about the suicide with the ooze? I pull up, I pull up, I pull up, I hop out with all of the drugs and the good luck. I'm cooking, I'm cooking, I'm whipping, I'm whipping into a rock up, let it lock up. I gave her 10 racks, I told her go shopping and spend it all at the pop up. These bitches, they fucking so dickin', they busting for Instagram. Get your clout Yeah, that way. Float on the track like a Segway. Yeah, that way. I used to trap by the subway. Yeah, that way. Young nigga trap with
4: the AK. Uh, Yeah, that way. Big Daiko get it though, Macy. Hey, raindrop. Drop top. Drop top. Smoking on cooking the hot box. Fucking on your bitch yeah, That, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot pot, we came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody, grip the trigger, nobody. Call up the gang and they come and get gang. You. Cry me your river, give you a tissue My hey. bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a Uzi, bah. my niggas is savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Bah. My bitch is bad and bullshit bad. Cooking up dope, dope with a Uzi, bah. my niggas is savage, ruthless. Bah. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Nah, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I back to the bone. Uh, wait. These niggas watching. I swear to God, they be my clones. Watch. Yeah, hey, huh? Switching my hoes like my flows. Switching my flows like my clothes. Keep on shooting that gun, no reload. Ooh, ooh. Now she won't fuck with my crew Cause the money come all out the roof Try to Rory, that bitch kind no roof. Uh, wait, what kind Rory? Four, fifty-eight All of these niggas they hate Try to hide you through the gate Look, go to strip club, make it rain Yeah, So much money, they use rakes Count a hundred thousand in your face Yeah, then put three hundred right in a safe Let her today, yeah She talk to me like she knew me, yeah Go to sleep in a jacuzzi, yeah Waking up right to a two-piece, yeah Counting that paper like loose leaf, yeah Get and that chicken with blue cheese, yeah Boy, you so fat like my collar You snake and I swear to God that be that Gucci And you know we winning. we winning Yeah, we is not losing Drop play your song, it ain't move me Saw so y'all girl once, that she choosin'
4: Yeah Brand right, drop, drop top, drop top, smokin' on cookin' the hot box uh-huh. Fuckin' on your bitch, she yeah, a thot, thot, thot uh-huh. Cookin' up dope in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing or something, nigga uh-huh. I don't try nobody, grip the trigger uh-huh. Call up the gang and they come and get janked Cry me a river, give you a tissue like t- hey. Bad and bougie, bad Cookin' up dope with a ooza My niggas is savage ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds, too my bitch is bad and bougie, bad. Cooking up dough with a oozing. Oh. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Oh. We got thuders and hundred rounds
1: too.
3: John Mallon. And Val Gomez.